G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Australian sports podcast where we wrap up the week in sport, drink a few Denzel Frothingtons and dribble on about the biggest stories in the wide world of sport this week. In today's show, we have cricket. We're getting down to the business end of the IPL. Have the weeks that were in the AFL and NRL, NBA, conference, semifinals, all series at 2-1. So no sweeps, mm. uh, which is interesting. Uh, NFL news, we're a week after the draft, so a few stories have come out. Uh, a very, very strange UFC 274 today where Charles Oliveira missing weight by half a pound. That's about 225 grams. We just did the maths. Uh, or yeah. one one big steaming shit, yeah. I, I, I reckon. <laughs> uh, obviously, he probably uh, didn't have one yeah. of those sitting in him when he was on the scales. Probably but we, not. We'll discuss it, that in a uh, in just a moment. Or in about two hours. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we also have a new women's straw weight champ in Carla Esparza. Uh, mm. And the F1 is in Miami uh, tonight or today in uh, over in the States. Yep. Uh, please remember that we do have timestamps. If you want to skip to the sports that you like or if you're nuts for all things sports all around the globe, just listen to the whole damn thing. Uh, we do have uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Check us out on those. Uh, on my right, I have got Monkey Magic, the fastest research man in the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> when he's on. When I'm, when I'm on. Yeah. When he's on. Uh, who are you shouting a beer this week? Uh, well, I've got to say he's a little bit more lightweight this week in Streamlined. So He's more yeah. lightweight in Streamlined. Yeah, no Mo. No Mo. Yeah. Molus. Um, Molus. We, yeah, getting ready for the wedding. We had our engagement shoot. Um, so when you start the weekend school. and <laughs> high school, yeah, Monday. Monday. <laughs> um, yeah, the caterpillar is gone. Yeah, you do look is. quite young. <laughs> Mind you, I had I had a bit of a big uh, big old Benny Barber going on in my face as well. Uh, Barber yeah. is Italian for beard. Uh, yeah. Saying Ben Barber coming on my face, probably not the smartest <laughs> thing to do in the first two minutes of a no, podcast. No. But anyways, uh, yeah, we're both a little bit more um, manicured. Let's a put it that bit. way. Yeah, Marks, uh, we'd like to shout a beer to recognise yes. uh, some good effort uh, throughout the week. Who are you shouting a beer this week? That's it. Yes, um, and this was definitely um, good effort uh, last week. I am shouting uh, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming to the. MBL first season this year. Yeah, and first season. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they made it through the finals. Um, they sweeped the Mel- sweep Melbourne United mm-hmm. uh, 4-1 to one, mm-hmm. um, to get into the the big series at the end of the game. Uh, sorry, at the end of the season. Um, 4-1, not technically a sweep. Not technically a sweep, <laughs> yeah. You're right with that. <laughs> um, I did caveat it with the record, but yeah, so they... Uh, up against the Sydney Kings in the finals. Yep. Um, they are two down in that series at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they can... Um, so I was going to say, they can still sweep them. They could sweep them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They can sweep uh, the last three games. Are uh, we going to change the mop of the week? Or <laughs> from a broom to a mop? Uh, so yep. what you're saying is congratulations to them to for making... For a, Make, making season, the finals, making the, the finals. Season, they are Most expansion yeah. clubs don't do that well. No, right. exactly. No. Uh, Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> Titans on the other end. Um, so yeah. it's it's five games in the NBL. Five games. Isn't it? Yep. Yep. So they've got to win out from here. Yes, they do. They do. Saw some chat as well uh, that. Um, Obviously, there's been a lot of speculation for the last few years about an AFL team going to um, the. Like to Tassie, playing at Hobart mm-hmm. or something, uh, and a possible sharing of name slash club 
with the the Jack Ch- Jumpers Ooh. getting that yeah, going. Okay. So that's the week in Tasmanian AFL chat, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I'm sure we'll talk about for eons. Yes, I think we will. Yeah, as well as NRL expansion, which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, just we'll get to a that. second. What about you, Pappy? Uh, I've got one, and I feel like a traitor. I feel like I'm behind enemy lines in this one. Yeah, uh, but, dirty, but but credit where credits due. Uh, we speculated a lot uh, last episode around the uh, appointment of Ben Stokes as the England uh, Test captain. Uh, Stokes he goes out for Durham in County. Cricket on the weekend uh, and hits 161 of 80 balls, including 17 sixes, the most in county history, uh, in one innings, that is. Um, so that's a fucking a long, long time uh, yeah. to, to get that record. Uh, it was a 10-ball period where he hit eight sixes. Uh, we actually – there was an elite tweet – uh, I think I've got the screenshot here. Yes, from Ben Jones at Ben Jones Cricket. Ben Stokes' last 10 balls 6 1, 6 6, 6 6, 6, 4 6, 6. Yes, <laughs> the ball is red. Uh, he just absolutely teed off and uh, gave us nightmares of Headingley uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, uh, we sort of spoke about is he the right fit for captaincy? Is he. The, the right man for the job that comes with a lot of pressure, a lot of scrutiny of late. Mm. Yeah, didn't seem to phase him that much this weekend. I suppose no. the caveat being it's <laughs> not <laughs> probably facing, uh, you know, Hazelwood Stark, um, yep. Cummins, yep. Lyon, or whoever else he was bashing around uh, in 2019. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, credit where credit's due, and I am a traitor. That's all right. There's a couple of years there, Ashes. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> we can get over it. <laughs> and Shawnee, uh, who would you like to shout a beer? It's, it's a Mother's Day themed one, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes. Uh, staying close to home, of course, wearing the Berries uh, t shirt today. Uh, yep, yep, so I'm going to yep. shout out the Berry Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bit of. It is a bit bittersweet, of course, mm. uh, with McStay having getting injured towards the end of the first quarter for yeah, early on, for TJ Berry to come off come off the bench as the mm. medical sub mm. uh, to get mm. a game there, but uh, played well. Probably should have had three sausage rolls, but both got a goal in this one, so uh, it was very good to see them score. Uh, but then also backed it up this morning. Uh, they turned up to the Baker's Delight locally, who was selling the pink buns mm. uh, to <laughs> as part of you know breast care awareness. And uh, their yeah. their mother, yeah. of course. Um, having passed away from uh, breast cancer mm. uh, many years ago, unfortunately. Uh, so it was good to see the boys as ambassadors get out, um, yeah. being the locals, um, after having a big Definitely. game for the two of them, um, to then back that up. And, you know, for all the mums out there, um, these boys love theirs. So, of course, yeah. yeah, on Mother's Day, I thought it was fitting to uh, share that around yeah. um, with all that. So, yeah, the, they'll enjoy, enjoy a couple of beers um, before they get back into training and um, – Shout out to all the mums as well for Pro- the week. Probably a bit of yeah. sweet, pretty sweet day for him, yeah. but uh, obviously mm. good for TJ to be back in that side and you know get a sausage roll. Yeah, that, that uh, Brisbane Lions VFL team pretty fucking handy as well. Yeah, so. well he's been playing really <laughs> well there, yeah, so yeah, he's definitely in. been putting on some good tape. Um, you know, being the medical medical sub doesn't really help him too much because you don't again not putting on the good tape, but sure. you're, you're you're like there and thereabouts. But hey, once you get your opportunities, even gotta if take it's three, yeah, you gotta take them. And, yeah, I would have liked to see him kick three. The two he missed, he basically had all the time in the world and the yeah. goals in front of him. Should have, should have gobbled him up, but, hey, he got one. That's the main thing. He didn't miss them all. Um, should have, so. would have, could have. Yeah. Um, hopefully next time that we've shouted out a beer that they can actually respond to when we tag him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Jared and TJ Berry, congratulations on your win on the weekend. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, to all the, the mums um, out there, uh, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Now, from mums to mops. Is this three weeks running too, by the way? Yeah, th- the third week in a row we've got a streaker that has <laughs> entered a venue and got absolutely poleaxed. Uh, absolutely. It's great viewing though. It's great viewing. Well, we are talking, of course, about the Super Rugby Pacific match uh, in Auckland uh, between the Auckland Blues and the Melbourne Rebels. Uh, Auckland Blues actually put on 71 uh, in this one. How about that? Mm. Uh, so they, they probably needed a bit of extra entertainment. A little bit of extra yeah. entertainment. The uh, crowd was probably a little bit bored. <laughs> possibly, possibly. It's the home crowd, I suppose. Uh, weather yeah. looks pretty dismal. Uh, so we've got the video of doing uh, doing the rounds on the, on the Twitterverse and Instagrams and Meta and whatever else, uh, socials that you are on, uh, of a big fella. Uh, he's taking his shirt off. Uh, he's streaking through the in-goal area. Elite slide there to evade yep. the first security guard, and he's kind of taunting him. Yeah, there. give him too much lip. G- yeah, I think. give it yeah. a bit of lip. He slid under him like Kenny Pickett would do do a fake slide. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone through with the slide to, to get yeah. under it, more like a two footed footed chop from yeah. Kevin Musket back in the day, and then has been absolutely <laughs> lit up. There's two angles of this one. The, the, the angle one from front. the one from the that one you said today yeah, uh, from, from behind, behind the in goal is is so elite because you can see the run up that the security guard had. He's probably Run, he's got a good, good size to him. He's as probably well. run 50, 60 meters and then delivered an absolute dog shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think old mate got uh, knocked out, uh, hitting the back of his head on the turf. Yeah, smack uh, his head. Yeah, after being absolutely blindsided. Yeah. Now, this is rugby union that we're talking about. Uh, what do you reckon? That's eight to 10 weeks of that shoulder charge. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's a year suspension. <laughs> that's a year. Rugby. That's a year. Yeah, it's, you know, blindside yeah. hit in the NFL. So yeah. you get a penalty for that. Yeah. But in all, all the, the Australian and New Zealand leagues, yeah, that's that's life almost uh, for a shot like that one. <laughs> <laughs> so a uh, shot to that security guard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but we've said it like we said it the last couple of weeks. You you step on that pitch, you're fair game. Yeah. You, well, you're, you're, it's what you're getting yourself into. You well, should expect it. A lot of people have been like, oh, this is like violence uh, yeah. on, on a football field. Well, what about uh, the Because the bloke got concussed yeah. and well, the, what, the what about the dude it? that tried to tackle Chappelle and he had a fake gun that was a knife on him? Like, true. Again, these guys don't know yeah. what the intentions are. Yeah, um, true, true. Yeah. I, I suppose that's the reason. Well, that's why there's a and, big, and this, big uh, fine. Usually it's, you know, they're, they're just... Yeah, had a few too many tins, and they've <laughs> gone for a bit of bit of a run across. What an but, idiot! <laughs> yeah, who would do such a thing? <laughs> uh, just uh, for the record, I haven't never uh, invaded a, a, a pitch. A uh, few too many tins, Ooh, yeah, possibly. Good shot. Good shot. Uh, he's also he's a, he's a big lad, yeah, this fellow as well. He, he, he'd probably yeah. play fullback, uh, NFL fullback, NFL for, fullback <laughs> for, for a couple he's, teams. He's in he's in the front row of any uh, of any rugby <laughs> team, I'd, I'd reckon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he got absolutely oosed. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a lesson yeah. for us to. Maybe talk less shit about rugby. Uh, in case <laughs> well, that, rugby security guards. Or yeah. rugby, yeah. Well, I mean, or just security general, guards are doing that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We obviously yeah. sort of tend towards following the league version of uh, of rugby. Um, yeah. yeah, obviously, um, you know, the All Blacks pretty handy. Uh, the guys yeah. that run security probably wanted to be All Blacks, uh, you know, back in play the plenty day. Of, <laughs> play, play plenty of rugby themselves. So, note to self, do not invade pitch in Auckland yes, uh, unless you want to get sent into the metaverse that I was yep. talking about before. Yes, exactly. yes. Probably any any New Zealand stadium, really, I'd probably yeah, say. Yeah, even here. Like, we've seen a few security guards lay down a yeah. few booms. You know where would is a good place, obviously, 
Java. Java. <laughs> Java never gets gets awesome. Uh, no. Does he? So maybe that's a good yeah. place. Uh, yeah. Not that we condoned uh, pitch invasion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a few reports as well out of the USC that potentially a lady tried to climb into the ring. We couldn't find any footage of yeah. said thing, but it sounds like they she climbed up on the apron and security grabbed and threw her on the ground, which is probably a good three foot like um, you know, pull off height wise down. Yeah, yeah. Down. So hard uh, to get into that cage as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, you got to jump over it. Yeah, you got to jump up on the like three foot high apron and then you got to jump over a six foot high cage. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's a bit of an effort, but. Hey. Is this real or is this like one of them like rumors like We Man died? And, uh, uh, well, <laughs> I saw the tweet from uh, which I think is more of an official uh, uh, UFC journo, so potentially it happened. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll maybe stay stay uh, stay on channel and see what what comes out in the coming days. The, the weird thing for me is there's mm. no footage. There's twenty thousand people in there, and you tell me that no one had their phone out unless no. UFC between yeah. fights, everyone's getting beers and stuff. The two of you chatting, yeah, yeah, maybe. So that's why she thought she could. Also, do it. the UFC notorious for killing any videos <laughs> uh, on, of yeah. you know live streams, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, um, oh, well, maybe security got it quickly. Really, there wasn't that much much doing. Um, mm. But again, pitch invaders, people trying to get. Onto, onto stages when I mentioned Chappelle during the week yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. Interest yeah. rates are up and pitch <laughs> yeah. invaders are... No, inter- no, no both, both, are, both are up. Yeah, both yeah. Are up. Pitch invasion inflation is up is what we're talking about. Yeah. So. It's <laughs> a horrible setup and a horrible joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into some, actual some cricket. Uh, the IPL, we're getting down to the business end. Most teams mm-hmm. have played 11, 10 games-ish, 14-game mm-hmm. uh, season. So business end for sure. Lucknow Super Giants, they continue their good run with a mm. win over our Delhi Capitals. Um, as the usual bad. suspects for Lucknow with KL Rahul hitting 77 off 51 and Deepak Huda getting 52 off 34. We actually were lucky enough to speak uh, with the Delhi mm. Capitals media team who have had us on a few times. Uh, always a pleasure speaking with them uh, and I did kind of say <laughs> that the big wicket as well, this isn't bloody rocket science or neuro, neurosurgery yeah, or anything that's difficult. Yeah. Uh, Kale Rahul is a pretty handy cricketer. Uh, getting yeah, him out did. early was the key. They weren't able to do that. Uh, luck now go on to score 195. Uh, the run chase got off to a bit of a bad start. Uh, both Prithvi Shaw and Warner got out cheaply. The Bison uh, is running through uh, his nickname. Uh, you know, he's got a big head, little ears, uh, kind of looks like uh, the American Plains Bison. Uh, he had 37 off 20. I am talking about Mitch Marsh mm-hmm. and Rishabh yep. Pant, 44 off 30. To give the run chase a little bit of life, but uh, uh, Akshar Patel did his best as well, 42 off 24. Um, but they, they couldn't quite get the bickies falling six runs short. Mm. Moshin Khan, he's a name to look out for. Four for 16 off his four overs. Luck now looking pretty bloody good. Yes. Yeah. Did uh, Rahul close the gap to Butler? Uh, good question, Monks. Maybe Ooh. maybe grab that up and we'll have a look. Uh, obviously, 77 doesn't hurt him that bad and uh, Butler... Didn't score a century this week. Uh, <laughs> so, so I think so I think the gap last week was two hundred, and that's down uh, to yeah, one fifty-ish. Okay. So. Yeah, one seventy-ish. Uh, so yeah. so Butler there um, with the orange cap on six eighteen. I don't think he gets caught in those three games. No. Uh, one hundred and seventy no. 
Yeah, Ish. I think he closed, that, closed it a little bit. Close, he did close it. But to to yeah. answer your question, Not yes, enough. he did close it. I don't <laughs> think he's going to get that orange cap. He's second at the moment. David Warner, though. Yeah, David Warner. He failed in this game, but he scored some runs in uh, DC's other game this week. So we'll get to that in just a second. Mm-hmm. Match 47 saw Kolkata Knight Riders defeat the Rajasthan Royals to end their five-game losing streak. Uh, Rajasthan... But at first, it was a few runs from Sanju Sampson, uh, not much from, from Joss Butler. Sanju had 54 off 49. Almost Yadav, he's continuing his um, really good IPL. He had one for 24 off his four overs. Uh, Umesh Yadav. Uh, Yadav sounds a bit like yardage. Um, <laughs> it's shit chat that we have when we have play golf. But uh, if anyone wants a distance yeah. or a yardage, if you will, uh, you ask for an Umesh Yadav. Um, so, yeah, shout out to anyone that plays golf with me yeah, and right. has that shit chat. <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to say, that's dismal. Keep going. Yeah, I was curious yeah, where you're going with that. Yeah, it, is it doesn't even sound that much like it. But anyways, uh, Umesh Yadav, uh, despite yeah. our shit golf chat and shit golfing abilities, uh, is having himself quite an IPL. Uh, Nitish Rana, uh, 48 not, and Rinku Singh, 42 not, 64 run partnership to get the men in purple uh, back uh, for their first win in five games. Um, match 48, we saw Punjab Kings defeat uh, the Gujarat Titans. Uh, this one was a close one. Sai uh, Sudharsan, I think I've said that right, 65 of 50, the only uh, Titan to make a decent contribution in a pretty underwhelming score there. I think he's on IPL minimum wage, which is... Ooh, I think it's about twenty six thousand US dollars. Yeah, it's not a lot. So yeah. compared yeah. to some of the guys on the big bucks, yeah, who, yeah. who aren't <laughs> playing as well, yeah, pretty pretty impressive, pretty yeah, impressive. So uh, you know, shout, shout out to Sai there. Um, maybe he'll get himself a, a bit of a better uh, contract next year. He'll, um, anyways, Casigo uh, Rabada, um, back to his best for Punjab. He had four for thirty three. The former um, Delhi capital. Um, mm. And he's up to 18 wickets for the tournament, so third in the purple cap race. Mm. Shikadawan 62, not Liam Livingston, 30 off 10, uh, showing why he's That's the high, <laughs> highest paid foreigner in the IPL. Help the Kings cruise. Yeah, yeah. Darwin back on him, he's third. Yeah, he's, he's third in um, that orange cap race. What have you got there, Monks? He's uh, still a long way behind there. A long way behind K.L. Rahul with 381 runs, so 70 runs behind second. So just a testament yeah. really to how well Josh Butler's been playing this tournament. Well, I think we can talk when we get to Davey Warner. I think that number and the fact he's played three less games is very impressive. Indeed, indeed. The bull. Um, yeah. We'll get to him in one second. We will talk first about Royal Challenge Bangalore getting uh, a win and getting some contribution from their from their sticks and an even contribution. Well, the, big, the big name sticks. Yeah, Faf 38. We've been struggling with Golden Ducks. 30 and, well, not a, not a big name in Mahipal Lomrul. Love our Indian fans to let us know who the hell that guy is. Uh, 42 of 27. Um, and, and RCB were able to get the 13-run victory. A uh, few wickets there for Mahesh Thikshana and Moen Ali. Uh, Devin Conway, 56, and Rudraj Gaikwad, 28. Uh, got the good, uh, got the Kings off to, the Super Kings, I should say, mm. off to a good uh, start, but they weren't able to get the bickies. Our boy Josh Hazelwood continues his um, 
his good bowling form, he had one for mm-hmm. 19 off four overs. Yeah, now, he might not be getting wickets at the moment, but he's, he's been he, so his economy has been so Unbelievable. Good, yeah. And it's interesting because we're about to talk about Dave Warner. Yeah. And last <laughs> week we were talking about, well, who's been the best Aussie in the IPL so far? Yeah. And it's these two guys. Yep. And they've both yep. had stellar weeks again. So let's talk about match 50. The Delhi Capitals go out and they make three for 207, an absolute revenge game for David Warner. Uh, we we Sorry, spoke at Monk, that. Monk's just pulled out the best economy and Hazwood's not in the top 10, but we'll keep going. <laughs> well, he's 12. Look, he's 12. He's been bowling, he's bowling at uh, 7.2 and over. Interesting that Glenn Maxwell, his economy at 6.9 there. So Josh Hazelwood is bowling the second best economy um, out of the Aussies in the IPL. Yeah. To, look. Maxwell hasn't bowled as much, though. Yeah, and he's but not yeah. a specialist bowler. Hazelwood's missed out on a few games. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's still worth it. Still yeah, worth, still worth, 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 worth the nom. For Australians, yes. <laughs> yeah, and it, look, he's 11 wickets. Considering uh, his comparison with Cummins <laughs> as a direct Australian Oh, Cummins has been getting spanked. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> hot, hot boy, love him. Absolutely love him. Uh, Get spanked. But he's been getting spanked. Unfortunately, uh, bus. Yeah, but also... Visions of hot boy Cummins getting spanked also, you know, not that bad for me <laughs> if I want to put it in the kind of pseudo-homoerotic. <laughs> uh, now, I think David Warner definitely uh, took pole position in best yeah. Aussies in the comp so far. Yeah. Uh, so he's up against his old club in Sunrise's Hyderabad. We spoke at length last season. About the messy divorce, if you will. Uh, was on the yeah. big bucks at Sunrisers, uh, wasn't really performing, ended up getting dropped um, yep. and ta- had, had the uh, captaincy and that getting stripped off him, yep. given to Kane Williamson. Mm-hmm. So a messy divorce. Uh, he goes back to Delhi, Ca- uh, Delhi Capitals where he made his IPL debut uh, when they were the Delhi Daredevils back in the day. And he went out uh, in this one and... Made 90-odd. Can you bring up... 92. Uh, 90, 92 or 58. Sorry, I've got it right in front of me. Don't need to bring up <laughs> shit. Um, and he actually has a chat with Rothman Powell who we've spoken about his ability with putting uh, balls over fences. And David Warner unselfishly um, said, look, I don't I don't need the strike. I want to do what's best for the team mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go out and, you know... Just yeah. smash it. You've been hot. So. Uh, yeah, and yeah. and Robin Powell goes out and hits uh, three fours and a six, and uh, you know Warner <laughs> and him celebrate uh, two hundred and seven. That's Delhi's highest score so far in this IPL. Hmm. Uh, Sunrises. There was a caveat. They were out. Uh, T Nadarajan and Marco Janssen, their best uh, two quicks, and uh, poor mm. Umran Malik. He got the he got a uh, bit of punishment. Uh, none for fifty two off his four. Aiden Markram had 42, Nicholas Puran 62. They they were never out of it, but they never really looked like winning it, and they went down by 19 runs. Now, this is an interesting one. Mm. Anrik Nortke, I hope we're saying that right, mm-hmm. Nortke, any mm-hmm. South African listeners uh, get at us. I don't know if we've got any <laughs> on that continent just yet. Um, he, he was back, but he took Mustafir... Uh, Raman's international spot and, and the Fizz mm. he's a very popular mm. uh, character he's uh, one of the well the elite Bangladeshi quick mm-hmm. uh, in the IPL uh, and has been playing pretty well uh, for Delhi interesting for him to lose his spot they obviously they wanted Rovman Powell and Davy Warner and then yeah, it would have it would have yeah. well, been Mitch Marsh that would have had to pave the way and they and ended up being with the Fizz uh, going, I suppose it's like for like. Yeah. You, you're taking yeah. one really good quick out for another really good quick. But yeah, if, uh, so. if there's any f- fans of the Fizz uh, listening, get at us in the comments and let us know. What any you any management, that. maybe? Yeah. 
Like, as in, I don't think he was. I don't think he was hurt. Uh, or just, I mean, like just you know, rest him a little bit. And like, 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 low, like on a pitch count as well. Load management. At. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I I imagine because they're they're Delhi's right on the. Cusp. They're competing. They're they're five hundred, aren't they? They're fifth. Yeah, and it's top four goes in. Yeah. So I don't think you you know yeah you should want, want to be doing any kind you of you management. Best, you best. No, no I think I think it was just a healthy scratching. So that's an interesting one uh, for the, the highly popular Fizz. Anyway, uh, uh, Delhi Cap's getting a win. Warner makes runs. He is fourth uh, yeah. on that orange cap there. So I think it's interesting we talk here about Warner because um, we mentioned, of course, Josh Butler, 11 matches, 11 innings, for 618. Warner's played eight, uh, eight matches, eight innings for 356. But yep. I think the impressive thing is the averages there. Uh, Josh, of course, at 61.8. Yep. And then you've got Davey Warner at 59.39. But Davey's probably the only one on that within list. Co- he's the yeah. only one well, within Well, so Dave e. Miller down the bottom there yeah. at 15. And, but look at look at like yeah. Dave Miller and Aiden Markram. Six not, out, not outs for Dave Miller, four yeah. not outs for Aiden Markram. So that's really why their average is, is, very high. is, exactly. is elite. Yeah, so in terms of, uh, you know, bang for buck in the eight games that Warner's played, mm-hmm. he's... He's not quite on Josh Butler level. But he's but up there. Like he's, he's, up there. he's in yeah. the conversation. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely. Uh, very, very happy to see Dave Warner getting runs again. So. And so many people like to just like still shit on him, this and that. You're like, shut up. Like, <laughs> like he's 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 still <laughs> one of the best white ball players in the world. Yeah. Like in the world. Yeah. And yeah, he had a down season last year for the IPL. Yes, there was CM Papergate a few years ago. Everyone loves to bring up that one. Been through a lot. Yeah, I don't know. He's still well. Uh, you look at he's that. He's still an elite cricketer. Yeah. yeah. Well, you look at that top ten list. There's a lot of elite cricketers in there, and he's currently in fourth, uh, have, having a three game. Yeah, you know, giving a three game head start to guys yeah. like Dukok and Hardik and Abhishek Sharma, who himself is having a bit of a breakout year. But yeah, good to see the bull, the reverend, um, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the little man from from the eastern suburbs uh, out there scoring runs. Uh, back where it all started for him in Delhi. Well, it didn't really start for him there. That's where his IPL journey uh, started for him, I should say. Anyways, we've got a f- three more matches to get through. F- match 51, the Mumbai Indians got their second win of the tournament, uh, defeating the Gud- uh, Gujarat Titans. Uh, uh, in- Indians bat first. Rohit uh, makes a few runs. He's uh, been struggling a fair bit. I uh, can't see his name there in the top 20 Oops. sticks. Um, Ishan Kishan, 43. Uh, so keeping uh, or getting back into a bit of the f- early form that he showed in the IPL. We saw Tim David, his hitting ability, mm-hmm. 44 not off 21. He's starting to look like that finisher. You know, they paid over a million bucks for him. Uh, so it's good for us as Aussie fans, I suppose. Well, he's Singaporean, <laughs> but I'm sure <laughs> the Australian Cricket Board could have some. He's, he's, his name's Tim David. He's yeah, how <laughs> Singaporean is he without uh, sounding too racist, I guess? Yeah. He's, got, uh, he's still got two first names, bro. So. <laughs> this guy's name's James Webster. <laughs> yeah, our whole, half Hong Konger friend. Um, but it, it will be interesting <laughs> to see, uh, does uh, the ACB make a play at Tim David? I don't think he's in our best 11 uh, for, for in the T twenty, yeah, for T twenty, but if you're getting big mm. money in the IPL, that's got they must see something. They must see something. So it'll be interesting. I think he, mm. I think you, you look down, you know, into the crystal ball and, and say we're looking back in two years' time. 
I think Tim David ends up playing white ball cricket for Australia. Yeah, well, he could be in you know that World Cup side at the end of the year, like not side squad. Mm. So he could be in yeah. the whatever the twenty so guys that take over there potentially. He's well here, he's the, yeah, 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 here, yeah. Well, we're here. Um, yeah. He could be the twentieth man in that uh, over there from Singapore. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah, here. yeah, yeah. It, it's good to see him. We haven't. We haven't seen a huge knock out of him, but no, that's not like, what that's not what want, he's we, there for. We want to see like progression through the rest of the IPL. Well, so it's he not, can but be it's in not that his role. You know, we're talking about Rothman Powell before. You, yeah, but you, I mean, you, like a solid role, like his progression within his role. So you want to see him be consistent, be putting what he needs to do again, putting that film on tape, so the the Australian selectors can go, "Yep, he's looking like there's something there. Let's let's invest some time in him. Let's put him in the squad, mm. so he's around the boys. Mm. So for like you're saying." In two years down the track, he's you know potentially in that in that top eleven. Yeah, and he can come out and bat middle order and strike at one hundred and eighty mm-hmm. and give you that quick fire forty of twenty. Yep. Mm. Um, so Indians uh, get get the win there. Um, match fifty two. Uh, Rajasthan Royals beat the Punjab Kings. Uh, Johnny Bairstow um, of getting abused at. The SCG for being overweight fame um, <laughs> <laughs> opened in place of Mayank Agarwal uh, and top scored with 56. Uh, Uzi uh, Chahal, yep. um, the pick of the Rajasthan Royals bowlers again with three for 28. He sits four clear in the Purple Cap race with 22 wickets. Pretty hard to see him being caught, uh, if you wouldn't mind just jumping over there. Yeah. So, Uzventra Chahal, uh, 11 matches, 11 innings, 22 wickets at 7.25. He is four um, poles ahead of yeah. Kuldeep Yadav and, yard and Kasigo and uh, <laughs> Radeva. Rabada. <laughs> what did you say? I said he's a full yard ahead of him because I'm, go- yeah. I'm going back to your shit chat here. Yeah. Well, different Yadav, bro. That's Kuldeep <laughs> that's and the chat is around Umesh. Why Umesh got selected over Kuldeep for our range finding chat is interesting. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, is that a game in hand or has he just played one less match Yadav? Uh, if you jump know? over the table and see... I, th- I think Delhi do have oh, a game know. in hand. Uh, whilst you bring that up, I'll bring up match 53. Correct, they do. Lucknow Super yeah. Giants, uh, they uh, smashed Kolkata um, last night. Uh, uh, Lucknow batted first, made 176. Quinton de Kock continues his good form, 50 of 29. Deepak, Deepak Hood also in good form, 41 of 27. Kale Rahul, diamond dunk. Poor fella. That doesn't help his um, orange cap aspirations. Um, and then KKR just never got going. Uh, there was a, a wicket maiden from Moshin Khan. We've seen him uh, have a really good week. Uh, the top order fail for KKR again. Dre Russ, uh, he's, he's been their best player probably this IPL. 45 off 19, got him to the triple digits. Uh, Lucknow actually sit equal first place with Gujarat. So the two new franchises yeah. in one and two. Uh, yeah, Max. If you yeah, well, mind just the, bringing up that table, is it the giant? The Giants just took the top as well because of yeah. the run rate. Yeah, so the Titans. I think have been rate, sitting yeah. there and they're the whole tournament. Dipped, they've yeah. just dropped two games in a row. So yeah, exactly right. So the Gujarat had been sitting on top all tournament, mm-hmm. but Lucknow has actually overtaken them on net run rate. So they've both played eleven. They're both they're both eight and three. Rajasthan's played eleven. They're seven and four. Then uh, well, with three games to go, yeah, they're they're definites, aren't they? Those two at the moment. Yeah, you'd, you'd say those two are definites. Yeah. Uh, in fact, no, you wouldn't say. I think mathematically they are. It would have to come down to well, well if, no. if, if, no, okay. if Caps win all three by big scores, then yes, they could potentially overtake. Mathematically, them. not definite. Uh, 
prob- mm. probability says yeah. that nine be, out of ten. That'd be definite. Um, now, where it gets interesting is this kind of battle for third and fourth. We've got the Rajasthan Royals who are on fourteen points, seven wins, four losses. Uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore, six wins, five losses. Uh, Delhi Capitals with that game in hand that we just mentioned, they're five and five on ten points, but the net run rate is good. Um, and then Sunrisers Hyderabad also I, on I, five and five. I loved last week. They, we were saying, hey, they're, they're back on the track. They've won two in a row and they've lost three straight since then. <laughs> they've capitulated. <laughs> yeah. And it, how, I, I don't know, how Davey Warner's feeling about being a, a hand in that capitulation yeah, around the team that essentially yeah. asked him, uh, pre- I think he'd be pretty happy about it. I yeah. think so, yeah. Yes. Well, I don't think... Yeah, seven, seven through ten. Well, ten definitely. Uh, seven or oh, mathematically probably still can get in there, but I think with that net run rate, the yeah, Punjab mm. Kings having played that extra game, I think they're gone. Yeah, and I like agree. we said last week, put a line through Kolkata, mm. Chennai, and Mumbai. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Gujarat just really needs to be worried about the net run rate. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a top six at the, the moment. Yeah, it's only just a it's it's a point point one two their net run rate. Yep. Uh, so. Uh, Lucknow's net run rate looking a lot better there than the Titans. That's it. Um, and they do match up this week as well. Oh, um, nice. So it'll be Juicy. good head-to-head for those two. Top of the table clash. Yeah. The Man City versus Liverpool of the <laughs> IPL, <laughs> if you will. We'll get to that a bit later. Actually, I don't yeah. think we'll fuck all the notes for that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just look at the table. A little bit off the top of the head. Yeah, we'll have to do a little off bit of that. Off the top of the track. They get a bit head. close, actually. They sh- they well, yeah. A couple of weeks to go. Liverpool famously drawing today with Tottenham. Mm. Let's talk some NRL. Yeah. Uh, so a story came out this week uh, around expansion. Shocked me. Uh, you know, it's not a week in the NRL without <laughs> expansion chat. We have the Redcliffe Dolphins that are confirmed going to be the 17th team next year. Uh, Con- confirmed Redcliffe team? No, well, <laughs> they'll be confirmed the Dolphins. They'll be confirmed under Wayne yeah. Bennett. Dolphins uh, from somewhere in Queensland. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The Northeast Brisbane Dolphins doesn't have a very good ring to it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> now that begs the question: You got seventeen, you may as well have eighteen. Yeah, even that, that, that was always yada, yada. The, always the plan was the eighteen. What the yeah, AFL even. did. Yep. Uh, so the PNG government they announced intention to bid for a license to join by twenty thirty. Mm-hmm. I reckon the NRL will want eighteen teams in a long time before twenty thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Cairns mayor actually he's been very vocal for quite some time about a joint. Cairns PNG team that would yep. play some kind of hybrid St George Illawarra type situation, yep. uh, although would be mm. the first team obviously in NRL history to be playing based out of two different countries. Yeah, uh, well, I suppose the Warriors play out of here, but then, anyways, <laughs> the forced they still haven't gone home yet. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, what do we think about this, boys? Sean, uh, did, you, did you read much about this? What was your take? Yeah, and I think they, there was some chat as well they'd wanted to push a little bit earlier than that. Like they've said, by that time we want to be in. Mm. Um, 2025, 2026, I think, had seen in other days. Sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the push has always been for a second New Zealand team mm-hmm. or Perth, I think, was probably the other conversations. Mm-hmm. They've definitely uh, taken origin matches across the Perth to try and gorge mm. that interest over there. And it has been very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so P and G as everyone's probably quite aware for NRL fans are absolute mad. They will turn out for an Australian <laughs> game and um, sit on the stadium roofs if they have yeah, to, just yeah. so they catch it. They'll, they'll fill every, every man and his dog into a stadium to watch a rugby league game. They absolutely love it. Big population, big market. So 
It makes sense mm. um, economically and accounting wise. Maybe not do they so have, much. Yeah, do they have the cash? Yeah. I think that's do they have a first class stadium that they no, could? Well that, and does the is the NRL willing to, to pump all this cash into supporting this team? Because that's yeah. what they they would have to do essentially. Yeah. Look, you watch when PNG plays. The Plus, you see all the city teams bitching about having to fly to. Papua New Guinea every other yeah, week. You could as well, see him. So. You could see him. Uh, it makes sense. Like we spoke about that population. Uh, yeah. You said it's a big population. I didn't realize we were looking beforehand. It's nearly nine million fucking people. That's more than any state in Australia. Yeah. And they're yeah. all rugby league mad. Yes, it's like it's their state it's sport. Like the, it's, it's like the it's number a one sport. sport. Sorry, exactly. So. So when you look at it like that, I can see why the NRL might kind of consider it. You hear mm. Matty Johns and, and his brother always talking about a Pacific Islands team, mm. uh, yep. you know, maybe based out of Fiji or, or, or based out of New Zealand, but predominantly Pacific Islander players. Yep. We've mm. seen, you know, the meteoric rise of Samoa and Tonga and Fiji, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the last decade. But then you look at it population-wise and Fiji, Samoa, Tonga combined is less than a million people. So, if they're trying to think about, you know, eyeballs and I suppose... Well, membership, membership numbers. Membership, like, access to TV might be a bit of a problem up, up there as well. Yes. Obviously not, yep. uh, you know, as financially well off uh, as we are lucky to be no, down no, under. No. Um, but it, that re- that blew my mind when we looked that up. Because yeah. I thought, oh, maybe it was six or seven. It's, it's nine yeah. million people. That's Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah. Well, it's a much bigger Together. supporter base than the Canberra Raiders have. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it when you look at that 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 number, nine million, you think, geez, that that is a lot, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah, the the economics and the financial side of things, yeah, I don't w- think would be difficult. The quality yeah. of play is probably potentially essentially initially because they will have to play a lot of foreigners in the team. Because uh, well, and who like who yeah. as an Australian are you gonna? Face yourself, say. Are you going to play out of Are months. you going to play out of Port Moresby for an extra hundred, two hundred grand? Yeah, move your family over there. Can you see monster moving across to no. like, <laughs> like. So there's a challenge. Like they, they, they have, they have improved talent wise, but they haven't improved as much as say Samoa and Fiji have no. at, at like the international mm. level. And you see that what they're kind of doing um, with the you know these jets there. Um, it's yeah. Well, the, the hunt. Sorry, the hunters coming across and how they've. Um, PJ Hunters in the Queensland Cup, sorry, going up against mm. those uh, Jets kind of teams. Yeah, they've well, they stink. They they struggled. Yeah, they, exactly. they, 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 well, they the went. I shouldn't say that. They they're not playing well this year. No, they're twelfth. They, they're one and five. The Ipswich Jets, <laughs> who put in that bid to play in the NRL, are zero and six points difference minus one hundred eighty, one hundred forty eight. Yeah. yeah, is there the talent base to come yeah. out of Papua New Guinea? You'd get some good back if you could get the Papua New Guinea backline at one club and. Again, this is highly speculative. Yeah. You're looking at Alex Johnson, Justin Olam, Xavier Coates, David Mead, mm-hmm. someone else, one through five. Mm-hmm. You look mm-hmm. at their, the Kummels uh, on paper at, through the halves and forwards and it's not NRL cal- calibre. No, no. So, so, it's, 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 so it's, you know, that's if you can pull that off, like that's the starting point, but you still need, um, you know, Australian-based players. Maybe, maybe it gets uh, – <laughs> You know, the Raiders got all the English boys, but he may get some English boys, yeah. might be going to PNG, highly unlikely. Um, well, what if, what if they were to get a Cairns PNG so based I think, team yeah. that just played for three games or four games a year in Port Moresby so and think, most of you most of your years based out of Cairns? Could that could yeah, that happen? To me that makes more sense. So so that's how you get your your Queensland guys, because mm. they base yep. themselves out of Cairns, and then you know, you go play 
home games. You fly, it's essentially fly and fly out work. Yep. You fly in to play games and you fly out. So that in from a, a scheduling kind of uh, point, uh, probably mm. works better to get more of those Australian-based players. But yeah, yep. it, it's it's a tough one just knowing what what they could produce now. Mm. But I guess mm. it's do you care about now or are you thinking long term? Like. Give the Titans example. They've been in the, the league for 15 years and really haven't delivered on anything major. Probably been in a couple finals. Made a preliminary yeah. final in 2010. Yeah. So, and that was 12 years ago. So, mm. uh, do you mm. give, you know, you're, you're talking about Papua New Guinea now. You're talking about Papua New Guinea in 15 years' time. Like, mm. well, you, well, you have to start yeah. somewhere. Like, if you give them a starting point, it's just like, from there, do you give them the time to develop that mm. talent where they then are less reliable on the... Australian-based players. So mm, yeah. maybe it's like a 10-year deal with Cairns and then you have a look at it at that point and go, well, hey, we've now produced, one, the coaching, the infrastructure, the talent support, the, mm, the grassroots yeah. growth that they are now self-sustaining in mm, that way and they mm. can pull in a, you know, a good uh, 13 players locally and then they can top themselves up with the four Australian-based guys that might want to go over there because it's got good money. So Interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are looking at 2030, so that does fit in with your time frame. Well, I'm saying start earlier so you can then build... Well, you, the, you, the start, NRL, you need you to start now. To right now, there'll be 18 teams but, in the NRL yes. years before uh, 2030. There might, be, there might be 20 teams by that point. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, like, yeah, <laughs> that's a good transition. Peter Valanis has like, his way. There'll be a team <laughs> in every, every city, so... Yeah. So this PNG Cairns thing has sort of been floating around for a few years now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so back in 2018, I can see that. I think they saw... It Cairns second, the second Brisbane team was around for 10 years Bob so. Manning yeah um, Mayor of Cairns yeah so he floated it a few years ago so in chat yeah in, in yarns for four years oh, yeah. Yeah. expansion teams usually take a decade before anything happens so yeah like, like I've mentioned the second Brisbane team second New Zealand team that's all been chat for ages we yeah. finally got one yeah. of those yeah so yeah it just yeah. takes takes its time takes its effort yeah um, and yeah I think um, Abdo has come out like this weekend saying that the next team will most likely be in New Zealand. It makes sense from, years, a, so. from an infrastructure point of view, from the amount yeah. of Kiwi players that already play mm-hmm. for NRL-based teams. Plus, yeah. there's, there's look, a, look at the Melbourne Storm. Half, like half, <laughs> half their team is Kiwis. Yeah, yeah. And, and the big difference in New Zealand is you have rugby, like rugby football mm. player talent. Oh, Glore over there, so, yeah. yeah. So you just yeah. got you just you got to um, you know they've Mate. heavily invested in the rugby system there. Which Mate, chuck that security guard in uh, <laughs> exactly. the thirteen somewhere delivering yeah. the boom. Yeah. Mate, who's a Victor Radley <laughs> just, just standing on the sidelines <laughs> there? There at all. <laughs> so they, they've got they they will be um, though they won't have the member base maybe as like a PNG squad mm. um, team would have, but they've got more potential talent and more clubs. You know pumping out potential talent mm. that they can then pinch as well over there. So the other thing as well is we... We, we need one team to be playing in New Zealand first before we add a second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, true. Co- yeah, in the COVID there world. There is that. Who, yeah. know, who knows what the world's going to look like in 2030, <laughs> just quietly. Um, the other thing we should mention from that nine, nearly 9 million people that live in PNG, not, there's no... Like Port Moresby is only a few hundred thousand. It's a very mm. rural-based country. Yeah, so I don't know... Uh, again, if that would would have an impact, but yeah, like like you said, when we you when you see the Kumuls play in Papua New Guinea, that stadium is it's it. every man and his dog. So interesting, is it just a pipe mm. dream? Probably, I think. Uh, 
But it it's it's interesting yeah. that they that it's even a story and that they're looking yeah. into it. It's yeah, good. Yeah, we'll be very old men, I think, before that happens. Okay, let's talk some actual <laughs> NRL. The week in the NRL round nine uh, started off with Brisbane destroying South thirty-two to twelve in Sydney. Adam Reynolds mm. leading the Bronx uh, to victory against his old team. There was a bit of chirp early on. You don't have to be an elite ventriloquist slash lip reader <laughs> to work out what was being said there. Um, he actually struck. Like with the first two tries. So try assist, uh, putting up the kick to Corey Oates and then scored himself. He had uh, an unreal game, 540 kick metres, three tackle busts, two try assists, six goals and a meat pie for the former bunny Adam Reynolds. Two tries to Selwyn Cobbo. Did you catch much of this game, Sean? Yeah, I caught, caught a fair... Actually, no, I caught most of the first half and then I think I had to put the kid to bed. So mm-hmm. I didn't get the end of it, but... I was pretty happy with how they were travelling at that point. Mm. Um, yeah, Souths, uh, well, Adam Reynolds seemed to be doing what he wanted at will. And there was kind of really three big stories that came out of this game. It was uh, one, Cobbo got a new deal. They've re-upped him and he had the big, mm. long, um, you know, a well, maybe 90-metre mm. try-intercept. Mm-hmm. Showed his wheels, which he, you know, for... Which a, everyone talks about, how, yeah, how fast for, his for, kid for, is. Yeah. Yeah, for a big lad as well. Mm. Like, he's yeah, definitely got wheels ran away from everyone. Um, but it was, you know, the mismanagement uh, by South were the other two. Uh, one, you know, how do you let a guy like Adam Reynolds go? And then he, you know, give offer him only a year. Yeah. And then he turn around, like... I was thinking about it. He way. didn't want that much money. He just yeah, like, he just he wanted, just wanted a little work. bit less than what he's worth. Yeah, and he wanted well, he wanted longevity. He wanted the you yeah. know multi year mm. contract. He didn't want to let his career. Yeah. yeah, and you know they sat him down and he said it. And I think in the post match of this, um, or or leading up to it, some of the preview um, that you know they brought me in, they offered me the one year deal, and at that point I knew like, oh yeah, I'm done. I'm going elsewhere because they weren't going to do any better. They they basically lowballed him, and he yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to put my service on the market, mm. and uh, the prison were like, yeah, we'll give you a three year deal, no problem. They reverse uh, Kalen bonged at him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 well, yeah, they well they they ruined themselves. So, um, and you know, for I think he's only getting paid seven hundred fifty k this year. That's 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 good money for a halfback, maybe. He's not in the top three kind of conversation. You probably start with no. Cleary, um, Hughes, Hughes, and, and DCE, DCE. Which we were talking yeah. about last uh, week, yeah. who, who two yeah. is. Yeah. But then, you know, like... Top five. Yeah, before and five. And then you're yeah. like, there's not many guys better than him nah. you know, playing playing halfback in the NRL. Yeah, so. off the top of my head, like maybe Mitch Moses would be in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only if they're playing Melbourne or Penrith. Ben yeah. Hunt, I know, I know <laughs> you think he's getting paid overs. Uh, maybe <laughs> he's, he's, he's having a good year this year. Uh, yeah. Except for today, but he's having a good year. Yeah, no one has a good day against Melbourne. <laughs> except for the Parramatta Reels, we'll get to that <laughs> yes. in just a second. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's really good. Mm. Um, really good by then. Again, everyone's getting slammed in the South about mismanagement, etc. Mm-hmm. And then they played Peoples. Peoples got his debut in this game. Mm. He wasn't officially registered with the NRL. So oh, I didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> if they had won this game, they were probably getting deducted their points. So Really? Yeah, didn't pay his wow. rego. <laughs> yeah, they, they hadn't registered his contract. That is the most grade <laughs> slash suburban footballer. Uh, yeah, thing so, I've ever heard. Yeah, Black so, players who hadn't pa- paid his rego, <laughs> hadn't paid his subs, as they call them, I think, in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. But, it. But it's, it kind of goes with, you know, that whole story of South <laughs> mismanaging their players. Mm. And I think, um, uh, is it George Burgess is coming up? Not, not it's George. Yes, it's George. George is, is coming up for a uh, – no, I've got that. Which Burgess brother is it? Which one's still playing for South? 
I think it's George. It is George. Yeah, he's he's coming up for a contract renewal, and everyone's worried they're going to lowball him, and he's going to fuck off and go elsewhere. Um, so, uh, you know, South's mismanaging players was the big chat this week, uh, and they did it on multiple occasions, unfortunately. And I think I might have just fucked that up because isn't George Burgess the Burgess brother that's at? Dragons. <laughs> so I was trying to work out. Sam, Sam, Sam's not playing. No. Luke's not playing. No. It's Tom. no, maybe it's not. It's maybe, Tom. It's Tom. It's Tom. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Tom. There's one of them. Yeah. Anyway, it's Tom. There's too many of them. Can't keep track of all the Virgin Brothers. Nice. Just, just be like the Trebojevic brothers and just, just play on one, one fucking team again. Thank you. <laughs> Make it easier. Well, all four of them did play for South in one game, uh, but that is a long time ago. A mm. uh, little bit. Uh, I was actually, I was, I was close to tipping. Uh, Brisbane in this one. I went south. They were I did purely because this was Adam Reynolds' revenge game. That's yeah, uh, yeah. Smart, smart. No, and no Payne Haas or Kurt Capel. Yeah. I thought even without it, it's like Souths, I don't think we'll lift for the moment. And I thought Reynolds would. And mm. yeah, that seemed to be the case. And they had um, Tom Flegler actually played really well. Yeah. In Brisbane. So, yeah. Um, you know, they've Brisbane uh, sixth, I think, on the table now. They're starting to sneak their way in there. Yeah, they're, they're kind of starting to look like. You know, maybe contenders. The, I think well, well, with Martin back at fullback, at eighth at the moment. Um, eighth. Yeah, I think they've kind of settled on their spine a little bit better. I'm not sure if Gamble's a long-term six, but he obviously just does what he needs to do to to help Reynolds. Their record when Gamble plays is pretty good. Yeah, he just gives them. Uh, you know, he's a, he's an absolute head case. Uh, he's, <laughs> a, he's a flog, but he just gives them the aggression. I guess maybe they need. <laughs> So uh, as really I like, I don't run into Tyson Gamble next week. No, no. <laughs> After that, he might shank you. So, um, he's, but I, I think with Reynolds controlling the squad, he mm. can just be a running five eighth and yeah. be aggressive and yeah. always play off it. And he plays like he's that real gritty, like yeah, like a kind of kind of like a Jack Bird or a Cody Walker yeah, who got he, himself. He just, got him just eff- well, he's, he's an effort player, and that's yeah. kind of what they need. Yeah. Martin really solidified that fullback position. Also got a contract extension. I think we might have talked about that. That was officially done this week. Yep. Um, and uh, hooker-wise, I think they kind of haven't quite settled there, but they've been a little bit more settled this week. With um, They've dropped um, Tarpin, Tarpin, I think. Turpin. 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 Um, and I can't remember actually who, because it wasn't Billy Walters. It was someone else playing hooker for them. And he had been solid. Uh, Billy Walters started as the nine. Yeah, who was their replacement? Fle- was Flegler playing? No, he no, he's a, he was playing prop. Um, someone else. It wasn't um, it wasn't Walters that finished at nine. Corey Pakes. Yeah, it might have been Pakes. Snuck in there. He's well, he's a halfback. Didn't that say so? Yeah, it would be Pakes. Came in and played a bit of hooker for them in the second half. So, I think that's that's probably their biggest issue at the moment is a mm. settled a solid, solid nine, solid nine. Solid, but the rest spine. of the rest of their spine is. It's getting more solid from where they were last year, chopping and changing. Um, uh, you know, every week who's playing halfback, who's playing six. They're mm. kind of, you know, solidifying that, building some chemistry, getting all their forwards healthy, and winning games. Um, unlike the Raiders, on the other hand, uh, who have had the most nice segue. <laughs> yeah, most most combination <laughs> of halves uh, so far this season. I think they're up to eighteen. I think um, 
for, for their spine, sorry, the combination of all the guys going in and out of the spine. They've changed it so much with, you know, losing Josh to start with. So they've had the nine kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. with Starling and Adam Elliott starting in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Jack, of course, was suspended for this game, so they had different seven and sixes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the fullback had another rotation this week um, with Nico Klostek back there mm-hmm. before he got injured. Mm-hmm. Pana had to play um, at fullback. So, yeah, they've been chopping and changing a lot. And... Um, they just got it done against Canterbury. Uh, Bit of a mud, mud game, this one. Uh, 14-4 on Friday night, but Canberra coming away with the win yeah. down here in the B- nation's capital. Big story was, um, uh, and it actually happened in the, the Brisbane game, The I think it was Herbie Fernsworth uh, dived to uh, play the ball, there's no dummy half, mm. and then he dived on the ball and he got penalised. Because uh, yeah. you got you got to allow right. the you got to allow the dummy half to touch the ball first, and the ref was like, "I know it's a stupid rule, but I got to call a penalty." Really? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> the ref admitted that it was a stupid rule, and was like, "Ah." Oh. And then You're the bunker right. had a couple of bad misses in the Raiders game as well. And Ricky during the week had said, "Bunker never gets anything right. Why do we use them?" Mm. And this year he's probably pretty fair. The yeah. accuracy has been low and no consistency. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Leak to week, the NRL has no consistency mm. at all. So yeah, um, I guess. Uh, the problem is probably they've over-officiated, not over-officiated, they've over-analysed and over-scrutinised and over-ruled mm, mm. the Slow game. Down, slows put, it down so much. Yeah, the rule book is just probably too long at this point and they've tried to <laughs> try to address grey areas with more grey area and it just hasn't helped. So yep. 50 Shades of Grey yes. by the NRL. <laughs> by the NRL, yeah. Uh, for a losing side, Matt Burton played pretty well. He had a try, uh, 11 tackle bus. Uh, a bit of chat about maybe getting a nod in this Origin side as a fourteen. Well, we, we with, saw with Pappenhausen get hurt. Yeah. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, I yeah, we've spoken about it before. I think Jack Whiten uh, he's played the role before. Oh, but uh, they might be down for centres at this point. So yeah, well maybe yeah maybe he starts starts right in and Burton uh, again. Katoni Stags. It's it's cool as a New South Wales fan to that. There's so much depth <laughs> and so many guys that are that putting problem. putting yeah. their hand up. Yeah, it's a good problem to well, have. Yeah, you want you want the healthiest squad though, of course. Mm. But yeah, yeah, at least you've got options. Let us know in the comments if you think Matt Burton should be getting an origin start in 2000, or not a start, uh, getting an origin gig in 2022. Getting a jersey. Getting a jersey. Parramatta, the enigma that is the Parramatta Reels. <laughs> uh, there's two teams that sit first and second in this competition after nine rounds, one being the Melbourne Storm, one being the Penrith Panthers. And who yep. have they both lost to? Eels. Parramatta Eels. Parramatta Eels. We spoke about it last year. We used, you know, we used Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters. Are Parramatta the pretenders? Are they, you know, for the poor, long-suffering Eels fans <laughs> who haven't won since won a comp since the eighties? Are they the real deal, or are they just going to be irrelevant? Now, a poor Parramatta fan uh, on. Well, no, actually, no, he had the last laugh. I saw a, a Paramount... You know when someone's profile picture is just their club? This was a Paramount yeah, Reels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was... Hard. It, yeah. Yeah. Almost as bad as getting a tattoo of your club, I guess. Uh, I'd definitely consider. <laughs> <laughs> now, he was bagging Dave Warner, saying he's irrelevant, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I had a few beers Friday night, and I commented back <laughs> off my own personal account, saying uh, Parramatta have been irrelevant uh, for 35 years. And then they go out and beat Penrith... What do we think? Are Parramatta the real deal? I don't think so. You still think there? Because it's, it's hard. Well, you, the, 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 you go and get smacked by the Cowboys. You lose to the West Tigers. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is whatever reason they got good matchups against Penrith and South and Storm. They beat those but two. That's good match. Like that's yeah. who you want. That's who you you know yeah. might be playing in the grand final. There's true, yeah, teams to to beat, to they're the teams you want to beat. Yeah, yeah. but you got to get to that grand final. That's my is I, it? An, I think it's my point. Because is it an I, attitude thing? Maybe. So that's what I think. They can beat those those two, uh, but then everyone say between uh, th- three and eight. Um, including themselves, mm. uh, they're probably 50-50. Mm. And then everyone outside of the top eight, they're going to lose to. <laughs> so that, that's their problem at the moment. They, Seems to be the way, hey? Yeah, they're, yeah if they're I not wonder, a top I side, they just I ever maybe just put in minimum effort and then, yeah, they get G'd up for the big, big games, um, win those, and then they're just kind of, you know, kind of middle tier with with all the other middle tier guys. Mm. Like they just... Mm. I wonder what's going through Brad Arthur's head. I think they play to their competition. Maybe that's it. Like they they play poorly with the poor squads, and then that gives the poor squads a bit of momentum to win those games. Mm. And they play really well against the really good teams to put them in a position to potentially win those games. And then they're just so so with the so so guys. But like if they've got that formula, they've beaten the Melbourne Storm the last three times they've played them, and Melbourne Storm have been yeah. playing yeah, as long fucking as out of their skin the last yeah. three weeks, most of the season, really. Mm. What? Why can't they do it against? The Tigers, and granted, last week we spoke about the Cowboys. Med, look, maybe the Cowboys are actually better than everyone thinks. They currently sit third. Their yeah. points difference is over a hundred. But yeah, yeah, what is going on in this playing group where you can go out and beat a Melbourne and a Penrith, and, and can't go out and and beat the West Tigers or, or get spanked by the Cowboys? It's 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 a really strange one in terms of the players. Isaiah Papali'i, uh, unbelievable. Um, again, he had 48 tackles, nine tackle busts, 186 run meters. By the year last uh, year. Yeah, he, yeah, I think he might have been the by of the year. Um, yeah, well, last year definitely, and they've re-upped him this year. So mm. he's put doing a job for him. He he's was earned on, his money. When he's at the Warriors, he was on like a min contract like a, or like 150 or something. Well, I think he was on, he was on vet, you know, vet minimum when he joined Eels yeah. last year and he played out of his skin and they bumped him up. It's just fucking nuts, hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, their spine's been really good as well, week in, week out. Did they move Dylan back to 6? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we might have been a little bit unfair last week on the Jacob Arthur thing when he was playing 6 and Dylan Brown was bumped into the centres. They lit like we. I sent you boys the injury list. They they had so so many injuries. We also found out what nepotism means. Ne- nepotism <laughs> means, uh, you know, f- uh, favoring someone that you know that you know or that's uh, you know related yeah. to you or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah, I've never experienced yeah. that. Yeah. It's weird. English on their ski. <laughs> English on the or possibly Latin or Greek <laughs> before that. <laughs> Who knows? Past a uh, rugby league fans' um, knowledge base and. Coming from three rugby league fans, <laughs> Reed Marnie, very good. Um, right, we got more. We might have a higher IQ than most NRL teams. It's all right. Than the teams. teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you listened back to our chat? I was going to say that's a big fat no. <laughs> Look at, looking uh, back to the even who started six in this game. Dylan Brown started six in this yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, Manly Wests. Let's go there next. Uh, probably big story, the triple turbo. Triple turbo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Ben, <laughs> and ben Travois of the triple T is getting the double uh, in this one. Uh, dude, didn't they – I think uh, Wes actually made this a little bit closer than the extra score line uh, makes it believe. They scored, I think, too late mm. to bring this closer mm-hmm. than it yep. was. Yep, they did. Uh, Manly, yeah, really just put them to the sword. And – Nothing really huge out of, out of this game. It was uh, the Hastings revenge game, uh, some were thinking, mm-hmm. but uh, Manly should beat West. They are 
a better squad, mm. especially Triple T'd. Um, they got their job done here. But he looked pretty good. Mm. Uh, he's got good size as well. Like he's, he's a big center, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's. Mm. I th- he's like he's, a, I think he's taller than Tom. I think he's about the same, but yeah. I think weight wise he's bigger than Tom, yeah. but smaller than Jake. Yes, correct. So yeah, he, he's going to be a big center, and in yeah. today's league, when you know, well, if he, he, if when he, there's Ziffer Telakai's running around and Katoni Stags and the, true, the, those true. kind of guys, well, if I he think, takes he takes a bit of both his brothers, and yeah, that probably makes I a think, perfect I center. Think, so. Yeah. He's How old is he? Is he 20? He's a centimetre off uh, Tom. Oh, there he uh, goes. Like for like. Yeah. But he's 105 August, kegs? 105 kegs, yeah. 21. Um, let's see, Jakey. I think Jakey might have him covered for... Kegs, but for, not for yeah, For <laughs> kegs and not for yeah. hot, yeah. Yeah. 107. 107? 107, yeah. 107, 185 centimetres. Yeah. Um, yeah, so triple turbo. Now, Carl Lawton, he only got four weeks for that throw on Cam Murray. Yep. Thoughts around that? We were saying it looked pretty bad. He left his feet, which is you know probably why uh, mm. the momentum shifted so far on Cam Murray. Ended up, you know, landing on his head. Luckily, you know, it was inches away from disaster. Yeah. Do you think four weeks is fair for that? Uh, with the way the league's been ruling things this year, probably. It's magic round next week, so maybe that would have been life. Um, <laughs> Last year, yeah. <laughs> Last year's magic round, definitely. Uh, we'll see what rule they change. Carl Lawton never plays a game ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see what law it is uh, for for this year's magic round, whether they change anything hmm. up or not. Uh, yeah, I think with well, the way other things did, it, it looked bad. It was high shoulders, didn't not exactly neck, but you can see how it can go wrong very, very quickly and be neck, and that's where you get really, really worried. So sit him down for a month, that's probably fair. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the like the Sharkies won today with the clothesline. Whether that oh, yeah. gets more than that yeah. or gets similar, because um, it was just as mm. just as bad, if not worse. Um, I actually, I think visu- visually, I think the clothesline looks worse than that. So, okay. uh, so you know, NRL being NRL, he'll probably get two weeks then. Yeah, no consistency, etc., <laughs> etc. Et uh, I I normally err on the side of oh that's too much you know what are they doing yeah yada, well, we yada. grew up with nineties football so yeah that's right I think <laughs> this may have even been slightly unders yeah. like I think he, he probably could have like got he six. was well he was facing five and he took the early guilty yeah. plea I think he could have got six mm-hmm. um, I think the fact that Cam Murray jumps back up is mm. fine he's unaffected Cam yeah. Murray doesn't miss time that's yeah probably but if, if, if Cam Murray ends up in a wheelchair yeah. well, what do you do. Yeah. What, like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and it's fucked to, you know, to even consider that, but that, yeah. that's the reality of that. Well, that's, that, the, that's, that that's the risk. Tackle. We've talked mm. about the yeah. risk. It's, yeah. We've seen it happen to multiple players yeah. so, in recent I mean, years. So it's, I suppose that's you gotta, you gotta, you're trying to, trying to get that sort of stuff out of the game. And if four weeks, yeah. you don't think, oh, yeah, that's probably a little unders, then you're probably not getting that stuff out of the game. You go heavy hand. Yeah. yeah. So you push, yeah. you push six, you push maybe even eight. Yeah, you go, hey, we want this out of the league. You do this, you're going to sit down for a long time. Yep, and that's and that's why we're talking about it because, yeah, yeah. Uh, unlike the way that I normally look at it, and, uh, you know, I think I think that might be unders for Carl Lawton. Anyways, yeah. four weeks he gets. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll talk about it more um, later on, but, like, mm. the Will Kennedy thing, like, it looked bad, but, like, you're probably not breaking someone's neck doing that's that. That's the thing, Tri- yeah, with the old, um, old clothesline. And Walsh, you might knock Walsh, him out, though. <laughs> you could knock him out. Walsh, Severe Walsh brain injury, did James. get straight back up as well. Yeah. well we know you've got one. Oh, I've got a few, a few less than you. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I think I win for concussions on the table, unfortunately. 
Maybe that's yeah. why uh, <laughs> the dyslexia is strong, strongest yeah. on the left of the table. Maybe. Um, yeah, how's that IQ was there, again? I can just see there that Carl Lawton sent Cam Murray a message and, and apologised and yeah, yeah. Know, there wasn't yeah. too much bad blood. And it no. happens so quick with those throws as well. Like the, the momentum that's can There's shift that, so That tipping quick. point where like you just yeah. go from horizontal. Well, they talk about... you got to remember, like, it's Murray's 100 kilos, so you just... You mishandle that. Yeah. Mishandling 100 kilos is not fun. It's, no. it's You're going to drop it in an awkward way very quickly. And from horizontal to vertical, that last bit happens yeah. so quick. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, it is what it is. Um, Lawton sits out That's for a month. The other big story coming out of Manly is uh, Foz. Oh, foreign town, uh, Kieran Foran confirmed going to the That's Gold Coast next Titans. next year though, yes? Yeah, end of the year. 2023. Yeah. It will be 2020. Three, uh, two year deal worth around 700, 750. Is that what we're yeah, reading? I think, uh, yeah, I saw it as 700 ish. Good for the Gold Coast Titans, I guess, in getting an established guy. Looks obviously when he plays, you know, with DCE, they've got that chemistry that <laughs> with the turbos. Well, with the turbos, <laughs> makes, looks, makes being six very easy. Run the line handed off, try time. He looks, <laughs> he looks very good. Will he be able to carry that over to the Gold Coast Titans, where he probably doesn't have the same talent outside him yeah. at an older age? Is it, is it a bit too is, much? Do you reckon he'll play six or seven there? Because he has to play six. And yeah. se- I think Sexton plays seven. Seven, yeah. Well, that that's been the problem with Ferran's gone elsewhere. He's had been forced into seven. Yeah, being the veteran mm. and the, the 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 playmaker and game manager. Yeah, and I, I think he's better as a strike kind of running five eighth, where he's got those options. Mm. It definitely fits. He gels with that manly system, and of course, those yeah. boys very well. Yeah, they mm. played there for a very long time in two different stints. Yep. Um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see well, how he goes with the Titans who. Probably don't have that kind of strike power in the backs. Mm. Yeah. Well, they had, had been trialling Brimson at six. They moved him back to fullback the last few weeks. Had Will Smith um, of <laughs> sla- <laughs> slapping Chris Rock fame out, yeah. out there. Uh, so it will be interesting to see how Foz slots into that Gold Coast Titan system, mm. considering his age and his. You know, he's he's gel. Yeah. I'm more more worried they'll start Paulie next year and then they'll have to force him in at seven and take control of the squad. Okay, we'll see see what happens next year. Next year is a long time coming. Mm. Josh Schuster, do you think he plays six next year? We haven't seen him just Well that's that's a chat that foreign's been Pushed out because yeah, they want to force Josh into six. Yeah. He's so big. Like he could be he could be a thirteen. We've seen how good Isaiah Yo's been as a ball playing thirteen. Look how big that manly squad is now with like Chubb on the wing, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the turbos in yeah. the back line. Now, uh, Heav- heaviest team, weren't they, last year? I think we looked that up. I think, I think so, I yeah. Think we looked that up. To yeah. Power yeah. In the front. Yeah, they're they're a big squad, so mm. do you think Foran goes to Titan to bring some of that maturity and leadership to the team? Well, it's taken them ten years after they missed out of DCE. They had to finally get a manly half to come up. That wasn't I ten suppose. years ago. <laughs> well, it feels like ten years. Yeah, ago. Find yeah. out when did DCE turn Do down the backflip? Three, the three years, maybe. Oh, I think it's longer than that. I think he's had two deals since since then. It was a while ago. You can check it. I'm out. going to say 2014 or 15. You reckon that long ago? Yeah. Nah, I reckon it's like 18. Anyways, Max will chase that one up. Um, the, yeah, going back to your question around Foran, of course he's going to be able to bring some leadership and some intellect mm. and, you know, winning comps kind of vibe around mm. uh, that Gold Coast Titans group. 
Uh, but yeah, is he going to be able to go in there and be an elite half without that supporting cast? Yeah, I, I would yeah. think not. When was the original uh, Titans backflip? Yeah, it was 2015. Oh, so you were closer. <laughs> you were closer. There you go. Yeah, around 2015. Where yeah. the fuck does the time go? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven years ago. I might have to suck myself Shit. off later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that rib removed this week? You're looking pretty good for someone that's just had, had a Marilyn Manson surgery. <laughs> All right. Uh, Roosters Titans. Roosters Dick Titans. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. That, that Teddy Hattie. Um, Mate, Teddy. And a double to the wingers. So. Unbelievable. 226 run metres, 10 tackle bus. Look like the... Oh, he's past it. He shouldn't yeah. play. For oh, me. yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, he's not that good. Yeah. Uh, in the lowercase, uppercase spelling yeah. variety. Obviously, yeah, that that's the, the way that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, James Tedesco there. Uh, yeah, Tupo um, as well. Mm. Like, play, like so, 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 so good under the high ball, playing yeah. like a former New South Wales origin player. Suwali, bit of a bit of a coming out game for Yeah, him. had been quiet so far this year. Mm. Again, he's still, what, he's 18? 19, he 19, 19 I think. Yeah, he's young. Well, turning 19 in a couple of months. I was only 19. He's he's very young. 18. He's still 18, man. Yeah, so I don't think you can criticise 18-year-olds. No, no. <laughs> he does not look like an 18-year-old. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Well, he did no. not look like me when I was 18. No. Well, you're going to look like you now at 32. Well, true, so, true, uh, true. Don't take my lunch money, please, Joseph. Uh, yeah. you got to remember, like, the trail, I think, well, he's still super young. He's 23, now. I yeah, think. And he's played five years in yeah. the top grade. Yeah, you so, forget yeah. how young these guys are. Dave Fafita's 22, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, give him four years and then... You'll probably get the value out of him. Of course. and people At say, that point, probably Teddy's oh, retired and he's playing fullback. So. Oh, he's been quiet in a Sydney Roosters system when he's 18. Yeah. And, and the, hype, the hype around him, is, yeah. is it's always downfall for guys that are that good. Yeah. Or are going to be that good. Doesn't matter. The Roosters, they don't, they, don't, they don't need that out of him. They're happy for Teddy to do all the heavy lifting, et cetera, et cetera. And mm. just him to find his natural game and then... Uh, when when he gets into that prime kind of football age in the early twenties, then hopefully by then he's he's going to have a hundred games under his belt, so mm. he'll be good to go by that point. So I'm not worried at all about him. Uh, Trooks fans will be happy to get back on you know the the, the winners circle ways. after losing to the Dogs and Dragons. You know both uh, those games mm. they were heavily heavily favoured. What's the stats do on the halves for the two Roosters? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, have you got, have they've you got been a little there? bit up down in their form, and I just wonder if yeah, again, yeah, Kiri hasn't quite looked like old Kiri. Yeah, you maybe. have to think he's coming off a whole year, you know, rehabbing and and getting himself right. Yeah. Uh, we're also talking about a bloke that's won three comps. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, he's so, had a lot of head knocks in that time frame. Well, that's true, so and, he, and and ligament damage as well. Yeah, so he's, he's got a. You know, one get the confidence back in his body, and then mm. uh, it's one thing to play, and then another to run at guys like Marty DePau, etc. So. Indeed. Um, what are we looking for? Uh, the comparison of the halves. They they play well. Well, Kiri well, had three try assists. That's uh, pretty good so on, that. on the weekend and two against the Bulldogs. But like you're saying, uh, before that, he had three weeks in a row where he didn't get a try assist. Before that, uh, he had four in the first four games. So quick maths. Four, six, nine, nine tries in nine games. That's that's okay, I guess. Yeah. Out of out of a half, uh, I do agree. He, he hasn't quite looked like Kiri of you know, yeah, um, and, and then premier, premiership, championship kind of yeah. fame. And then Walker on the other hand's 
you know, trying to work around that uh, as well as like finding his feet. Again, in. as a fucking mm. 18, 19 <laughs> yeah, year old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do I fit into this squad around mm. Luke as the veteran? Mm. Um, and then also try not to, you know, take over over the match. But um, yeah, they're, we said they were good system, got a good system there, good squad. Um, I don't think mm. it matters at this point in the season. We're not even at round 10. No. Come back yeah. at us at round 20 and see where they're at and they'll probably be in the top four. So. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Mm. Uh, Chooks fan will be happy. Cowboys fans Fence will be very, very happy. happy. Talk about top four. <laughs> yeah, um, they are third. C- cemented themselves, I yeah. think, in that third yeah, spot, yeah. currently. Their, their so. points difference is 101, I think. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, in the hundreds. Yeah, there's only three teams in the hundreds, and mm-hmm. they're one with the two biggest. 102, thank yeah, you yeah. for the clarification. What are their, what are their points on the table from them to fourth? They got a two-game lead? Um, no, because Sharks and Eels are both on 12 points. Okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, so but they've just got the best points difference out of those mm. teams. Did beat did beat another bottom eight team here in Newcastle. Yes, so. seven losses on the trot now for Newcastle. Speaking of you know the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, yeah. you know, getting off to that two and zero start, looking okay against Penrith in round three, and then they've just been an absolute slide since yeah, then. And, and potentially through the Orange period is not going to be great for them because they've only got two or three really good players, and potentially they will all. Be an origin squad. Yeah, so. Frizzell uh, didn't play. Uh, he was a late omission there. And? I think so. Yeah, fuck my fantasy team up. Uh, <laughs> got another L in the NRL fantasy. Uh, so if he's good to go, you'd expect he plays origin. Uh, Ponga, I think, will probably play Ponga, some part in the Queensland You'd think will be one. in that Queensland side. Daniel Saifidi was in the... Yep. New South Wales and origin. Clemmer's yeah, kind of on now, the, I don't think he will Cle- with Payne Cle- Clemmer was very – he was very good in this game. He yeah. was actually the um, highest scorer uh, in, in mm. terms of fantasy for um, the Knights in that one. I think they prefer I think he'll, yeah, the I th- brothers. Yeah, I think he'll be just, just off making origins. Yeah. But, yep. yeah, it, it's going to be a rough – Period for him because that's yeah. They look at well them and them and the doggies are fighting over the spoon at the moment. That they play each other. The start <laughs> of the magic round is the fifteenth place Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the sixteenth place Newcastle Knights. Yeah, yeah. Rip I, we'd hate to say that the, the spoons <laughs> decided in round nine, but. No, nah, I think there's a lot of teams yeah. that can still win that yeah. spoon. At the Dragons. So at the West Tigers. <laughs> at the Raiders. Like <laughs> at the Gold Coast Tigers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad clubs and there's a few really, really good ones. Yeah, and yeah. and speaking of... Uh, oh, let's go there. Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. Dragons. Melbourne, Dick the Dragons. Dragons must have scored that six-pointer within the last four minutes. Yeah, it was Jack DeBell and, uh, yeah, it was definitely the definition of consolation. If yeah. you look up consolation <laughs> in the dictionary, you <laughs> see Jack DeBellin going over uh, there. Yeah. Did that uh, just let him through and just like, oh, we'll get you off the donut. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they hadn't, they didn't concede a try against Newcastle the week before and mm. they only conceded 10 points the week before that. What yeah. was I saying to his pre-show? I think it's 166 to 18. 18. Yeah. Yep. 18 uh, in the last three games. Yeah. That's the why they Storm. have a 250-plus point difference at the moment. Yeah, two, <laughs> 225, I think, is their points difference. They have the most points ever through nine rounds. Uh, that beats an mm-hmm. 87-year-old record uh, from the 1935 uh, Eastern Suburbs Roosters. Um, mm. A bit of a milestone game as well for a few players from Melbourne. Kenny Bromwich uh, played did his 200th. Kiwi boys, I think there's about eight in that squad. They did, did the haka, haka, haka for him. Yeah, yeah. they've got the hairs uh, tingling. Uh, obviously, you Which know. Ones? Uh, mm, the ones <laughs> in my arms. <laughs> 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 Sorry, yeah. you set me up. I had to take a layup, man. Yeah. Take a layup. That's all good. It's yeah. all good. 
now, Kenny Bromwich followed his brother, I think, mm-hmm. uh, as like he moved to Melbourne as a 16 year old. Correct. Um, yep. uh, you know, growing up in Auckland, uh, playing his 200th at, mm. you know, essentially the club that he's been with his whole career. But. He goes over to the Dolphins along with his brother right. and Felice Cafusi, that mm. New Zealand contingent, all leaving at the end of the year. Uh, speaking yeah. of Kiwis, Nelson Asafa Solomona, he played 150 uh, today. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he's he's a fuck. He's a big boy. I, I, I think yeah. I think about guys who I'd least like to tackle in the NRL, and obviously any of them. <laughs> uh, but I think Nelson Asafa Solomona. Yeah, he's definitely def- if he's not the top, he's top three. <laughs> um, he got himself a meat pie. He actually yep. lost his, his old man a few yeah. months ago. Yep. He had dad written on his tape and, yep. and you yeah. know, sort of signaled to the heavens after scoring there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think it was for him they did the haka for when they presented him his jersey. And I think his mum was came into the locker room as uh, well. Well, they did Bromwich as well. I saw a video of Bromwich. They probably yeah. did them all. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Can't turn um, down a haka, bro. No. 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 Now, bittersweet. Bittersweet yeah, a few for the Melbourne Storm. Yeah. Ramus Smith, who's been their starting centre, um, he he tore his peck early on in this game. Pecs are generally anywhere between three to six months. Low, yeah, pecs yeah. are bad ones. Um, so Especially, uh, well, it's a bit, uh, again, Dr. Sean here on the, at Dr. the end Sean. of the table. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, yeah. no, you go. I keep saying of such and such fame. But that's, <laughs> no, no, that's, I've got no fame at all. That's essentially well, the, and it's also from Doctor Sean of Doctor Sean fame. It's also yeah. uh, ripping off a podcast that I listen to. In yeah. uh, Hello Sport, uh, shout out to Tom and Eddie. If you guys are listening, I'm sure yeah. you're not. Oh, well, I've been, no medical fact here, perhaps, but yeah. it's, dude, because I, I just remember Mark Gasnier as a dude that was a lot bigger, built through the chest, had a lot more difficulties with the. Because he tore his pec multiple um, times. Multiple times. Yep. And I think the last time essentially ended his career. Um, it was like one of the last big injuries he had and ended his career. At the, well, towards the end of his career. Yeah. Um, they, you know, those guys with a bigger you know, chest have a bit more of a difficulty with the, the, those uh, you know, pec muscles and you know, trying to get them all reattached and working. Um, so it, it seems counterintuitive because generally yeah. the stronger a muscle is, the l- like, well, usually le- like it, less it, vulnerable it is to tearing. Well, it's just, it's not the, like you're tearing the pec across the middle of the pec. It's, it's the, for, it's, it's, the, the, the it's the smaller, yeah, the smaller attachment bit yeah. the side, yeah, um, which is yeah, you know, not something you're trying to work out with when you're benching 120 plus kilos. No, I, I, it's an interesting theory. I would think it's just more to do with the speed and. Yeah. Um, velocity mm. of the tackles that these guys have to make. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's with, it's mm. with the high arm outstretch yeah. is the general mechanism. Yeah. Uh, I, I would think a stronger pec should hold up more. In, I think it's more what about, of a, What about yeah. recovery, though? So if you're like a really big chested <laughs> pec dude. This is a good question from it, a guy that just finished a. Uh, chiropractic degree, as my friends like to say, <laughs> say slash <laughs> physio. Um, no, look, the, the general the general thinking, or always, is, and it comes down to hamstrings as well. Mm, mm. Uh, the stronger that the muscle is, the least vulnerable it is to tearing. True, you've got to weigh that up against the velocity and the load of work that it goes up yeah. against. Yes, and mm. in the NRL, and you think about. Velocity. You think about load. These guys playing. Think of, we're talking general physics here. Now we're talking about well, like force. You, and well, if a guy plays twenty four games in the season and he plays, you know, a little bit for Australia or, or, or whatever, and not the Remus. Yeah. Well, Remus has played has played international yeah. footy. Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. You know, mileage but doesn't help. But then also when you think like these guys are 110, 
100 kegs plus. It's force. Yeah, it's force. And they're, force and they're running mass at, times acceleration. Exactly. Change of direction. Yeah, that's what I think it is. 100% agree. Uh, anyways, thinking of Remus uh, and his recovery might be okay for finals. Like that's the only silver lining, I suppose, is doing yeah. it now. Um, yeah. The other end of the spectrum, uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah, well, uh, well, if we're talking about mass, he's probably on the lower end of definitely. that. Definitely. But Dude, for speed. so good in that first 15 <laughs> minutes. I was like, every time he touched the ball as a Dragons fan, I was like, Don't, just – just At this point, it. I think his mullet's like four or five feet long because it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, you know, how far back it is from him when he's at full pace. He's just, he just yeah, looks, he's, a, he looks a step quicker than every single person yeah. out on, yeah. on the field. Um, so he had a, a nasty kind of right knee uh, getting caught under a big gang tackle. Well, like, got yeah. twisted a bit of MCL maybe? No, no. He was hobbling around. More sort of hyperextension. And the physio yeah. was out there looking at the yeah, ligaments and, and, and it seemed okay. They strapped him up. Yeah. And then after scoring an 80-meter try. Um, Pulled Amy. Yeah. yeah. They reckon low-grade hamstring tear. So maybe he'll be looking at. Two, three weeks. We'll see yeah. uh, what what the d- discussion is. But I assume he, he strided out for full pace to, to make that eighty. Yeah. So yeah, and he was again a lot of a lot of force, a lot of load on those hammies. He yeah. was electric. He had fifty eight fantasy points in fifty minutes uh, before getting hurt. Uh, two meat pies. Yeah. What do they do as well? Actually, if he misses time, because no Nico Hines this year. Yeah, I think uh, young Tyron Wishart, who came in and went into the centres when mm. Ramos Smith got hurt and then went back to fullback. Full yeah, son of former Illawarra Steeler Rod Wishart. I can remember watching Rod Wishart play. That's showing our age. I think <laughs> he will get the nod. The other kind of chat is, do you bring, you know, a top three halfback in Jerome Hughes back to the position that he used to play in playing fullback and run someone else through the halves? Uh, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I, I think your halfback's probably more important. You just, yeah. just get a big body that can... It's got a bit of pace, put him in fullback and then let Jerome Holmes put him in holes. And that's all we need to do. I think I was impressed with uh, Torrin Wishart and the way that he played um, coming off the bench. Storm don't struggle for outside backs, let's put it that way. Yeah, I think he'll get the one jersey. And if if they're reporting low grade for Pappy, um, and also you have to think Pappy got hurt and they still – Steamrolled the Dragons in that <laughs> yeah. second. It was mostly in the second half. Yeah. Oh, I think. I think they'll be fine. Yeah. Well, they played well last year with missing Pat for a long part of that. Indeed. Um, indeed. And, and found a dude like Nico Hines. So yep. we'll have to wait and see who Nico Hines of twenty twenty two is going to be. And yeah. speaking of Nico Hines, yeah. the <laughs> Cronulla Sharks uh, beat. The Warriors, 29 points to 10. Uh, the big storyline, I suppose, was Sean Johnson going up against his old yes. club. Can you find Will Kennedy? the Will Kennedy send-off. Now, this happened, what, 16 minutes 16 in? 16 minutes in. 16, yeah. The old coat hanger. The old, uh, I've just been beaten. I'll chuck the arm out and cop someone on the chin. Um, it, it de- I, I've it never de- done that before in, in, yeah, in any of my sporting <laughs> uh, 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 lack of accomplishments. Um <laughs> It was on Reese Walsh. Um, yeah, de- so decleated him as well. So yeah, it took him. It took, l- looked bad. Took um, him off his it, feet. He had to pick on the smallest bloke on the field, unfortunately. Well, he, he, well, he was beaten. He chucked his arm out. Yeah. Uh, let's. We're going to watch it right see if now. See if uh, it and again, you the, know, the front on vision's not great. Um, where it shows it very, very well. This, yeah, might just be the same. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's a minute thirty. We'll get some ads as well. Um, so have a. And this was a send-off after, what was it, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, Tupo, 
um, got his one, mm. um, and that was play on. So <laughs> consistency. There's no, yeah. Yeah, no consistency. This, yeah, well, that, this looked like a send off though. Yeah. The, the other thing is, yeah, you, you it, well, it still it still looked really bad. Yeah. Um, but and you know that ref actually got stood down after that. Um, mm. Uh, they see, the NRL seems to stand refs and, bu- and bunker officials down every week at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor fellas. <laughs> Sending them home, make yeah. one, yeah. But, you know, the problem is I think that when they're making mistakes, they're making big mistakes. Um, so we get to see it yeah. here in a second. Uh, but this one, yeah, if, if – if we were talking four weeks before, you know, this, this looks pretty bad. That, Let's, that that looks six six plus. So. That looks horrendous. I think, like Monkey was saying before, it's pretty hard. Well, let's see if we can get some f- the front on shot. Like, oh, oh, it's it's it, it kind of looks a little bit over the shoulder in that, but it's it's it's, it's around the throat. Let's go. It's ripping his throat. That is yeah. a close yeah. line. Will Kenny puts his hand up straight away. He knows that he's fucked up. Gets yeah. sent. Um, yeah, I'd imagine he'd be looking at four weeks for that. It's a shame yeah. for Cronulla because he's really. Underrated as a fullback, a lot of people kind of like to talk about Dylan Edwards and how underrated he is in the Penrith system. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I'll no, watch this angle. This is Will angle. Will I Kennedy saw first. quite underrated as well. And oh goodness, that's bad. <laughs> and you can see yeah. the crowd behind reacting. Hand up. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I'll see you at the judiciary. Yeah. I'll see, uh, I'll see you all at a home game in about a month and a half time. So Yeah, yeah, interesting. It is interesting, like we were saying before, though, in terms of causing long-term injury, you'd think the spear tackle, you know, the Carl Lawton on Cam Murray, uh, you'd be yep. looking at a, a much higher percentage of, of, you know, stuff that could go wrong compared to that. Yeah. Well, still getting whacked in the throat's not fun. Sure, yeah. No. <laughs> at Darren Lockyer, et cetera. So. Yeah, true that. Yeah. True that. The, yeah, you, it's your neck area. There's a lot of vital um, things within it, so mm. you'd rather not be getting, yeah, getting that, whacked on it. So. They feed the emptiness that is our, our three craniums right here. True. Um, the it, yeah. interesting thing in this game, that was 16th minute. Cronulla, one. <laughs> Cronulla played 12 <laughs> men and... Win easily against, yeah. against the Warriors. Yeah, like a minute after this, the Warriors scored to tie the game up as mm. well at six six, and yep. yeah, they still went out one twenty nine to ten. So and Jesse Raymond, Jesse Raymond, yeah, also got simbined um, just after second half so, started. So so there was a point where they were playing. Well, there's ten minutes where they were playing with eleven, 11 men, men, and yep. they beat still, the Warriors. They beat the Warriors. So that's yeah. a testament to where the yep. Sharks are at, and also maybe a bit of a reality check for the Warriors, who we were mm. kind of talking about. Oh, are they the real deal? We had them in our NRL pre view has been pretty yeah. mud playing away from home um, yeah. but they've been kind of surprising maybe a bit of a reality check yeah, yeah they've definitely. been beating some of the lower yep. tier squads at the moment and they've run into a Sharks team that's been pretty good this year so Bloody yeah earth. yeah all those points for the Warriors were scored in the first half as well so yeah yeah, yeah. Un- unreal Just couldn't capitalize on second half having a one extra man anyway yeah. Enough, enough NRL, let's, yeah, let's move into yep. some AFL, lads. Now, my gripe with the AFL this week, and I've spoken about it before, these clashing matchups, yeah. when you don't have a Thursday night game, and as fans of both the NRL and I, the I AFL... I will say there is a caveat to here. It gives me an excuse to get, get into the missus about buying a second TV and setting uh, two get, TVs up. Two, two <laughs> Start you, know, you know with smart TVs these days, I'm sure there is some well, kind picture, of... Yeah, picture some kind picture of picture-in-picture... Yeah, but I want I want you know the sixty five and sixty five. I want both. Get, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First world problems. Just here, bro. the full sports pod, sports sports. Oh, no, I mean, I'm I'm there, yeah. <laughs> to, to, today, Julia. <laughs> Sean, you can't talk. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm from Peps. <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't someone's name. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. Uh, um, at, at Harper Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, right names, wrong order. Yeah, true, true. Neither are good. Anyway, as yeah. uh, the. 
possibly Jeez. the best speaker of three. Not very no, good speakers. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole uh, TAB setup in the mm. in the house would be a nice little setup. Maybe it's something that we could do in a little man cave mm. in yeah, a basement. True, true. Maybe. Uh, anyways, always fun <laughs> taking the piss out of each other and our lack of, you know, speaking English abilities. Yes. Now, yep. so but we still don't like the fact that AFL is playing games back to well over the top of each other in parallel. And the, your big clash uh, in a lot of places. We live in Canberra. The Ron Barassi mm. line. We talk about it. You know mm. that that line that separates NRL and AFL. We live mm. right on it. Uh, probably just sort of leaning, you know, a little bit leggy. Yeah, if the AFL, you know, wants to grow that market, you know, in places like Put Canberra, yeah, you can give them a game in Monica. But I think, you know, competing against rugby league and putting games on Thursday nights would be yeah. smarter than having these, you know, um, conflicting schedules. Uh, and we are, of course, talking about the Friday night schedules. Yeah, well, either that or play, you know, more games on Saturday and Sunday. It's just Or play, you've got a late game in Perth. Play one straight after the other. The yeah. fact that one, like, it, they start one and it's half time and then the other one starts, that's real weird. Like, you. Well, there's, the, there's the, also the, nothing the cricket, wrong. The cricket's a good example in the Big yeah. Bash League, where if they want to have a double header and they want people, you know, it's Friday night, and if mm. you want to watch both, you can stay up a little bit later. And on the East Coast, you've got, you know, a six o'clock or 6 30 start for the first mm. game. And then over on the West Coast, you start like 9, 9 30 yeah. on yeah. the East Coast. Do you know what I mean? You could do it like that and t- and kind of take that yeah. mold that the that the big bash sort of does. You, you can play morning weekend games as well. Like start oh, no, mo- yeah, but morning's not a Martin. Like no, like what? Starting at eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but no. you- that's when Rezzy's got to go play. <laughs> <Yeah. man. laughs> I don't. That's true, true. I don't want to miss my, my reserve grade game and then and yeah. then miss the footy as well. I I, just, I don't think there's a market there. I think the smartest thing to do is to is to compete directly with the NRL and play Thursday night games. Or if you if you want to do, well, it's not really a competition. NRLs usually put in garbage games on Thursday night anyway. <laughs> that is <so>. true. <laughs> at, at the Gold Coast Titans well, versus put, the West Tigers. Put your garbage game on Thursday. Just get it out of the way and instead of. In parallel, where it's shit, not getting I, washed. Thursday night, you're starting to get horny for the weekend. I'd I like to see good matchups on a yeah. Thursday night. Yes, it sometimes if for the working man that has to be up early, it can finish a little bit late, but it, it just gives you that little bit of excitement that the weekend's coming. Yeah. Anyways, Gil McLaughlin, if you're listening, I'm sure you you can. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about those Friday night games. Uh, the Port Adelaide Power won their third in a row after their dismal 0-5 start. Uh, Travis, good bloke, uh, pretty good as usual, 30 disposals and a sausage roll. Three to Jeremy Finlayson, two to Robbie Gray. Todd Marshall and Sam Powell Pepper. Uh, the dogs, they slipped to three and five. What are, mm. What's going on with the Western Bulldogs? Well, that's, that's the conversation after the Power started... Uh, so, Paul, they've won three straight, haven't they? Yeah, they have. Yep, so, yep. they've kind of maybe starting to turn their season around and need to win uh, a l- lot more than they can lose from here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the dogs on the I other I wonder hand, if anyone's ever made the finals from the own five start. Not Carlton. Um, so <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the kind of different trajectories here for these two mm. uh, with the with the doggies and you think with the squad the dogs have they should be doing better they played in a grand final last year uh bailey smith jack mccray is, is, is it the hangover? is it a bit of a hangover yeah, so, well melbourne's not having much of a hangover yeah we'll get getting pumped i guess and we'll, and we're losing against we're getting dominated essentially in a grand final not being 
uh, you know, as competitive as you're probably hoping to be yeah, in that grand yeah, final. Yeah, and, 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 and always second half. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe. But you do look at that list and, and you think, geez, they, they could be, you know. Well, we thought they were top four squad. Like yeah, they should be. That I midfield is unbelievable. Maybe that's the problem. They've got too many, too many, and they just can't put the chemistry together. Oh, I think I think they've played mm. a pretty tough schedule. Could could have something to do with it True, as well. But you'd think they'd be beating a couple of those guys. You well, want, you want them to be. Well, in they this they game. played Melbourne round one. Beat yeah. Sydney. That's, that's they good. beat Sydney, who who are pretty good. Um, where were we in round four? Lost to Richmond. Richmond. You know, yep. former dynasty team smacked the Kangaroos. Water wet. That, Losing that, the Crows was probably that. Yeah, that wet. one point loss to the Crows probably hurts. Beat the Bombers, like, and that's a thing as well. Consistency when yeah. you're kind of going lost, win, win loss, loss yeah. win loss, and the rest of it. Uh, they play Collingwood actually this Friday. That'll be a good match up for them. Mm. Um, need uh, to ride the ship. I yeah, need to ride the ship indeed. If only there was a mad Western Bulldogs fan that could come give us some insights <laughs> <laughs> at Chrome Dome if you're listening. Um, Friday, well. Halfway through the this game, <laughs> the other game started out west yeah. uh, and, and ended very, very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Freo spanked uh, the North Melbourne Kangaroos, hundred and two to twenty four points this week. Yeah. Yes, uh, usual suspects yeah. for Freo in Andrew Brayshaw, uh, thirty four disposals, looking pretty good in Brownlow votes, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Caleb Sarong, uh, twenty seven for him. Sean Darcy, we always talk about yep. him emerging as an elite ruckman, seventeen disposals, forty two hitouts, and a sausage roll. Uh, dominating uh, against uh, Todd Goldstein, who is probably sort of getting towards the end of his career. Mm. Uh, Jai Amis had his debut, uh, went eighth overall in the draft, kicked two goals on D-butt. So very good for the East Perth product. Now, I saw something on the socials uh, comparing the average age and average games played between these two teams, very similar. Mm -hmm. I think the average games was... uh, about 70, and the average age was about 23. Obviously, the output, yeah, very, very different. So both young lists, uh, both in very different situations. No one thought Freo would be this good, admittedly. Yeah, only losing Se- one game at this point. Seven and one. That's over yeah. from where we thought they'd be. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, a lot of the chat is, you know, are they the real deal? Are they going to be able to, you know, go uh, and lock horns uh, with a with a didn't, Melbourne? Yeah, well, didn't we look at this? They've got a few coming up that'll probably they play, uh, show. They play the Suns out. next week. Yeah, uh, Western Bulldogs, week. who we were just talking about, that you know that'll be a cracker. Uh, f- they play then they play Melbourne Demons round eleven, so that might be the li- that might be the litmus test. Um, I, w- I was thinking about this during the week if. For whatever reason, uh, the Dockers and, say, the Lions get to the grand final. Uh, considering uh, what the Dockers team could have been because Lockie Neal almost went back there this off-season. Uh, the Lockie Neal <laughs> grand final matchup, Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a massive choke from the Melbourne Demons. <laughs> yeah, well, well yeah. <laughs> true, true. To get to that point, yes, the, the Ds would have to have Mate, choked. to think, remember, but I, remember I just, the run that the Melbourne Storm were on last year? They yeah. didn't play in the grand final. You, yeah, you have to win those prelims, eh? But to, to, to think that you know, potentially Lockie Neal could end could win a grand final with the Lions over the Dockers who he uh, potentially could have ended up at the start of the season and potentially mm. will be there next year. Um, it's, uh, it was like, well, some tasty bit of storylines there, but we're weeks and weeks away from that. 
it is interesting. It is very mm. interesting. Those next three weeks uh, will really give us a, a nice, good grasp on where Fremantle uh, at. Don't count out the Gold yep. Coast Suns. We'll get to them in just a second. Uh, yesterday, the early um, game uh, was Richmond Tigers uh, beating Collingwood. Uh, 64,000 in at the G, if you don't mind, on a Saturday afternoon between these two yep. big Melbourne clubs. Was Dusty back? No, not yet. Uh, not yet. Uh, see if you can find any articles from this week. I'm sure there's uh, probably something yeah. written. Uh, I think he's close. I think he's close too. But again, who knows? It's essentially yeah, a personal it's, decision. It it's not yeah. like healing tissue. Um, Agree. Yeah. Well, it kind of is like healing tissue, actually. The the brain is tissue. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a mental thing versus a physical thing. Harder to put timelines on those. Mm-hmm. Now, someone that would be feeling pretty good mentally would be Tom Lynch. He currently leads the Coleman race. Um, he's in some great nick after booting seven. Um, was it last week or the week before? Booted six this week. Uh, 25 disposals, 11 marks for a key forward. That is absolutely redonkulous. And big Toby, Nank the Tank, Nankervis, had himself a day with no Brody Grundy, unfortunately, for Collingwood. Um, did his PCL on Anzac Day. They're looking at... Well, a good portion of the rest of the season for, for their star, Ruckman. Talls and knee injuries don't go well. No. Um, so, uh, Nank the Tank had 23 uh, disposals, 33 hitouts going up against Darcy Cameron in the Ruck, who normally p- plays a chop-out role for Brody Grundy and plays mm. as a key forward. Mm. Um, Richmond starting to get their season back on track, um, I think, after a little bit of a sloppy start. And Collingwood... A lot of people were saying that they would be sort of cellar dwellers or, you know, not that good this year. They sit ninth and yeah. Richmond sits eighth. Yeah. So mid-tier. I think they're mid-tier. Both mid-tier, yeah. yeah. They've, they've kind of lived up to that. Yeah. Richmond potentially could go further um, based on whether Dusty can uh, get back in the squad. Imagine, imagine yeah, Dusty know. comes back and, you know. He, he played. Yeah. I, th- I thought I he played did? this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah Pepe. Well, sorry, <laughs> man. I'm oh, sorry. I was at a baby shower. No. I didn't. I was I didn't. Like, I'm sure I heard the chat that Dusty played, and, yeah. oh, and well. then you shut me down. I was like, well, you watch more than I do. So. <laughs> I was at, yeah, I'll, yeah, making excuses now, but there oh. you go. Dusty was back. Fair play. Uh, that's a, that's a yeah, give some stats. Give some stats <laughs> yeah. for Dusty. I uh, was 2 and 1, 23 disposals, 15. You kicked two goals, Pep. <laughs> <laughs> I was celebrating new life. I didn't catch it. <laughs> Sue me. There's there's someone that writes at Frank the there's, Tank. There's at Frank the Tank at Devon Booker, another clanger. There's someone that writes ninety eight percent of these notes. The other two blokes on my left and right could fucking sit down for five minutes on their laptop and help out. No, that is true. It's better when we stitch that you up. It's <laughs> okay, okay yeah. Dusty plays all right. Yeah, the the best player in the AFL for the last ten years played yesterday. I missed it. I mean, you you. Close at the start. You said it was very close to return. <laughs> very close as in yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. So Richmond, Richmond get the job there. Uh, the Gold Coast uh, beating Sydney. What did you boys think of that? The Suns actually getting an upset here. So, well, the uh, Suns are one to upset a few teams. Um, Carlton being, being one. They've got they've got talent in that squad. Everyone, they're, they're not they're not like where say West Coast were this week uh, playing a reserve grade squad. Um, or where, like, say, the Kangaroos are playing a very young squad. They've got developed well, yeah, talent there. Well, the well, Gold Coast is all these young stars, mm. like, you know, in, in your Matt Rowles and you took Miller. Yep. Sorry, took Miller's not that, that young. But then you've also got these old 
rejects essentially from from, <laughs> from uh, other clubs yeah. in Hot Boy Levi, Casbolt and uh, and Marbury or Chol, uh, they're, they're key forwards and they're going out there and and beating Sydney Swans, who we're talking about sneaky premiership dark horse, yeah. dark horse, yeah. So if there's a team that loves a, a, an upset and a, a tip killer and a multi killer, it's the Gold Coast Suns. Yeah, but, well, good, but good on them too. Yeah, as well. I'll, I'll ask James this question: Did Buddy play in this game, or was he managed? <laughs> Buddy did play. There you go. <laughs> uh, the joys of trying to follow ten sports at once. Huh? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and someone wants to talk about the fucking hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ. Stanley Cup rides on. Oh, yeah. That's a long-running run, esky joke, so there we go. Yeah, long-running. Yeah. Go Get back it. through our archives to see where that's at. <laughs> For some shit ice cream <laughs> chat. <laughs> <laughs> These Stanley Cup playoffs are underway at the moment. Yes, yes. go Avs. Number one seed. <laughs> uh, from the Stanley Cup to Reese Stanley, Geelong, yes, segues. Nice. Didn't play in this one, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, Mark Blitzavs. What, hap- what happened to the Giants in this one? They got, they got demolished and Blitzavs, I think, had to play in the ruck uh, uh, because they didn't, they didn't have a ruckman. Um, and it didn't fucking matter because they destroyed GWS here in Canberra. Jeremy Cameron, he hammered his old team, booting five, four, I think, on the left foot snap, one on the right. Um, very, very dangerous uh, marking in the pocket um, and, and finishing strong. Um, the Cats, they are five and three. You know, a lot of speculation around. Exactly is, where I think they're. Is they're, their they're list too old and this and that? Well, no, nah, mm. they're old, but they're superstars. Um, and, yeah, the Giants, after being pretty Promising last week against the Crows in maybe resurrecting their season, they're reeling at two and six. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Giants were going to trouble any of the big squads this year. Yeah, um, I, and, and Geelong, like they, they are, like you say, an older squad, but they they'll win over sixty percent of their matches this year, and they'll be there in in the finals mm. in some capacity. I thought the Giants would be a little bit better, a little bit better, especially with Toby Green back. I thought Toby as well, Green, yeah, make, makes a but. huge. Difference we spoke at length last week about you know him coming back and the injection that he has into that squad. Um, yeah, disappointing, disappointing, uh, showing from the Giants there. Freezing cold in Canberra, is mm. May maybe that was the problem. Uh, Guys from out west in Sydney, there, <laughs> there were, well, well, you wouldn't still have people, yeah, yeah, I Geelong's, Geelong's traveling up, yeah, I suppose Probably. Geelong can get a little bit chilly, um, but yeah, nice. May conditions yesterday <laughs> in, in the nation's capital. Well, it cold. wasn't quite the it wasn't quite the snow that we've seen no. in, in previous it was cold previous yesterday. times today. Today yeah. it was cold yesterday. Monks, your bombers got over Holthorn. What do you, did you think of yeah. that? Yeah, uh, I've got to confess, I did not watch the game. So perhaps you're still doing better than I am. Yeah, thanks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> At least I watched my teams this weekend. <laughs> Didn't see Dusty, so apologies to Dusty. Um, Mark's been playing with a puppy all day. So yeah, like new puppy. Yeah. New puppy. Yeah, new puppy. Yeah, cute little um, fella. Wedge. As yep, in not, wedge. As in, what, what's the angle on it? 60 degree? 58 <laughs> degree wedge? Yeah, I thought you were going with – that was like going to be a good joke there. Like, what's the angle of the name you're going for of, yeah. with Wedge? But yeah, yeah. It's a golf reference. Yeah, that was good enough. Out of, yeah. out of something that I can't hit very well. <laughs> anyway, they beat Hawthorne. It, it, it's a club in the bag, so yeah, yeah, I, can't, I can't hit it that well. Um, Bombers, Bombers beat Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. who had been probably playing a bit over. Overs, yeah, yeah, I reckon, yeah, I reckon so. Young um, quad. Well, that's, that's half the so. reason why I didn't really – Pay too much attention. I thought going up against Hawthorne, they probably wouldn't really get it done. Yeah, recent form, um, recent yeah. form. But 
Two yeah. meter Peter, he kicked uh, six. Big Peter Wright had yeah. himself a night. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Uh, well, <laughs> no one saw anything. I saw quick highlights on that game. So, yeah, Monks, might have to watch your team next week. Yes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Into a man that did watch his team, or yes. most of it, last night. Had a pretty handy win. Uh, yeah. The Brisbane Lions uh, coming out 75-point winners over the West Coast Eagles. Uh, a lot of s- sort of talk during the week about uh, the line in this game and the fact that the Eagles were going to miss six to eight players with the COVID. Mm. Well, uh, what what'd they have, the 22 list? Yeah, they had, they had 22 AFL-listed players available. Yeah. So everyone, everyone <laughs> unless they wanted to play a VFL player, everyone on their AFL list had to play. Yeah. Um, so pretty hard going up against it. Although, and we've spoken about it before, a lot of those listed players are premiership winners yeah. from only four years ago. They've got talent. So. so, you know, maybe the ageing kind of stuff needs to get directed more at, Ge- at, more at West Coast yeah. than Geelong. Agree, agree. What was your take on this one? Um, well, I think Flying Ryan was the best for West Coast. I think yeah. he got Flying three. Ryan, he three yeah. yeah, he got three for them. So. He is for Flying and he is yeah. Ryan. Uh, but, yeah, I think the, the rain probably saved uh, West Coast in this one. Uh, yeah, if it because it, it was a very slow and sloppy start to the game, a lot of playing around inside the West Coast is like fifty area. Um, but yeah, you couldn't really turn that into points, and uh, it kind of I think it eased a little bit in the second half, and then Brisbane ran away with it. Um, could have been uh, a lot, lot more points had there been a little bit more, uh, you know, drier conditions. Dry, like, yeah, dry, yeah, dry fast, track, faster track. Yeah. yeah. So if know, someone who, they get pumped by seventy, and we're saying that that was probably unders, you could see what the expectation was. For well, if someone who punted on this game wanted to check the fucking weather, <laughs> yeah. maybe I wouldn't have taken them minus ninety nine and a half, uh, which was paying a juicy four dollars twenty. I believe we made the wrong one. assumption uh, that yeah, playing Brisbane yeah. Gabba would be hot, yeah. nice and dry, ready to. Go. And a little bit of AFL NRL crossover chat. Magic round meant to be absolutely pissing down. So uh, me and my punters club. Hopefully no floods in Brisbane. Either. Hopefully no floods. BYO canoe to the swamp <laughs> down yeah. Caxton Street. <laughs> a few swamp rats uh, aboard the the canoe. Yeah. I'll yes. sit here. Yeah. Uh, as well, no episode next week, uh, but some mm. maybe some live vids on the on the uh, socials on the socials. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll be high quality <laughs> viewing. Uh, Melbourne can continue their unbeaten streak. Yep. The only. Mm. Unbeaten squad in Australia currently. Well, <laughs> this is a huge caveat. Professional yeah. big league, yeah. professional big league. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I think we looked at most of them, and well, they most were, of them were in finals now. Yeah, exactly. And some of those have already had losses, so yeah, I think yeah. these could potentially be very close to, as in top grade professional sports, being the only undefeated team currently. Because um, we checked the rugby, we checked the, we even checked the netball, I believe, and then we did, no we did, we did. there. So. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, good on them. Keep their streak rolling. Got over the St Kilda here. Um, did it easy by all accounts. Yeah, like shout out to St Kilda with you know not getting absolutely pumped. It, was, mm. it had a lot of uh, kind of vibes of that Melbourne um, Melbourne Hawthorne game as well, mm-hmm. where you know. You know, kudos for, for yeah. not getting completely yeah. blown out. They still lost by a quick mass of 38 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, three goals for Big Ben Brown, three goals for Cozzy Pickett. Look, talking about the Melbourne Demons is like talking about the Melbourne Storm at the mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. I suppose, well, no, it's not quite the same because you've got Penrith. You've got a clear 
grand final matchup starting to form in the NRL. Yeah, well, who's two Brisbane are two at the moment. Yeah, they? and I don't think it's the same comparison. No, I, no, I, no, I don't no, think yeah. it's Brisbane the same, are playing really well. Same but comparison. It's free. It's free. It's free. Technically free. Yeah, yeah free. Yeah. So yeah, it's Freo and Brisbane kind of. Yeah, but a, well, they're both seven and one. It's just percentage. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's yeah. yeah. I don't think it's quite the same comparison to yeah, to like the professional NRL. kind of like sure. that level of you know long time dominance at the top there, as we see with the Storm and Penrith. So. Indeed, indeed. Um, and Carlton getting a big win in the late game on Sunday, hundredth career goal for Charlie Kernow. Can you bring up the um, stats from that one? How many he kicked in the end? Uh, obviously, the third and fourth quarters unplaying, uh, unfolding, I should say, um, whilst whilst we were live on air. Uh, Charlie Kernow is had to be one of the most unlucky guys uh, for quite some time last year. He went through uh, knee dislocations, mm-hmm. ongoing ligament problems, a few head knocks. Um, he was the third overall draft pick back in 2015, 2016, something like that. And just always looks like a superstar when, when he's fit and healthy and just hasn't really had a nice, long, fit yeah. and healthy run. Yep. So mm-hmm. as a Blue Bagger fan, really good to see him back in form, kicking goals, kicking his 100th goal. Did he? Oh, yeah. well, he finished with six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> handy. Thanks very much. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Big H, Big Harry Mackay. He kicked three uh, Pepsi's. Uh, uh, it's like the money back multi on the weekend where you're kind of going at a yeah, sort right. of three to one, four to one multi to try and win your money back, yeah. chase Wait. your losses, et cetera. <laughs> they can't run for it ever, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not no, your luck. <laughs> thank, thank you to. Uh, Charlie Kernow, Harry Mackay, Carlton and Patrick Cripps for getting that one home uh, to, yeah, get back a little bit of cash. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what's been killing me? The NBA. NBA? The NBA has been killing my wallet, but it has been enticing my eyes. We have got four... I'll be back. Four games, uh, four series, I should say, which are all... At two, at uh, two one, one team leading the other two to one. Yep. This the the broom is gone. There's no brooms here. The sweep is gone. <laughs> um, so let's uh, have a look, and we'll start in the east now. Philly, Miami. The big story being around Joel Embiid. His fractured orbital mm. missed the first two games. The Heat win comfortably down in Miami. Yeah. Embiid comes back yesterday. He's wearing the mask. Um, and he didn't go off. He didn't go mad. Yeah. But what he did, I think, was free up, you know, draw defenders and free up his teammates yeah. and um, kind of enable um, them, you know, to, to score at a, at a better rate. So Danny Green, who essentially yeah. had been garbage in the first two games, I think he was two from 14 from three-point land. Yeah, um, that's not what you want. <laughs> no, he, he went off yesterday. He scored 21 points. Tyrese Maxey yep. scores 21 points. Um, even with a 33 from Jimmy Butler, the 76ers go out and they win by 20 at Wells Fargo Centre to get the yep. series of 2-1 with the next game going to be in Philadelphia yeah. um, as well. Um, so an interest. it's interesting to see the possible MVP, I think, so their second favourite um, MVP yep. um, in Joel come back and play. He's also got a broken thumb um, to play with with two fractures and just not play like the lights out kind of player that no. we've seen. But just being 
that presence on the court. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And yeah. we saw Bam Adebayo kind of feast in those first two games as well. Yeah. The, the big centre from the Miami Heat. And mm. then Embiid able, um, you know, to go up and, and he's got to compete, you know, yeah. two of the best centres in the NBA going at it. Going and at it, yeah. Yeah, and it kind of, you know, it swings everything back in, in, a, in towards, uh, you know, Philadelphia being able to win. Yeah. Um, so interesting. Uh, they play. When did they? They played yesterday. So they play tomorrow our time. I think in game four, um, and it'll be interesting if they tie that series up at two two. Goodness knows uh, what could happen from there if this series goes to a Desmond two two. Yes, that one yep. is at ten a.m. tomorrow Australian Eastern time. Mm. Now, the other uh, matchup in the East, uh, we've got the Celtics jersey up. We've got my <laughs> weird-ass Chinese uh, Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks uh, yeah. shirt <laughs> that took fucking 10 weeks to get here. Um, so, the Bucks and the Celtics also at 2-1, as aforementioned. Uh, in the first game, uh, we saw Drew Holiday, uh, or as Charles Barkley likes to call him, Drew Hollandays. Um, <laughs> not actually, but that's a little, little ongoing joke. Yeah. Uh, Bucks win game one. Celtics win the second game quite comfortably mm. without Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year. Yeah, um, we were really worried about the Celtics leading into the series as well. Yeah, well, um, which is, well, it, it's weird because they smoked the Nets. They're the only team to sweep yeah. in the first round. But, yeah, when, when, when you lose a guy like Marcus Smart, uh, can you chase up? I don't think he's out for long. Um, hard, hard to... Um, Get wins. They kept the Milwaukee Bucks, Bucks to 86 points, I suppose, as well. Chris Middleton being out. Um, you know, Giannis has really got to try to carry them. Uh, he mm. he led them for points, rebounds and assists in game two. Do, do you think it's because the Celtics lack, you know, a superstar name that they could kind of get underrated a little bit? Maybe. I think Jason Tatum is putting his hand up yeah. as a superstar. Like, he's obviously he's In been a star. In this series as well. Uh, he's been a star, but I think he's really kind of pushing towards superstar. But you're right. It's it's not like the Bucks who are really Giannis yeah. heavy. They're definitely... You know more, who the face is. You, and everyone's yeah, talking they're, about they're more of a, a, of a team, uh, I suppose, rather than just relying on their, on their big man. And speaking mm. of their big man... Um, they, they go back to Milwaukee, and Milwaukee gets the win yesterday with 42 from the Greek freak, 12 mm. rebounds, 8 assists. He does everything um, and can literally put that team on his back without Middleton um, and gets gets the win, and they um, play – do they play tomorrow? No, the day, they play the day after our time um, at home. So yeah. big, big concerns there for the Celtics, I suppose. Although the bookies – have got the Bucks at a dollar eighty-seven and the Celtics at a dollar ninety-seven, so they think a uh, might mm. be a bit of a close one there at Pfizer Forum that, that in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So smart, Any? smart did play. I played, played yeah, um, yeah. but he yeah didn't do much at minutes? all. Um, he played for twenty-nine minutes, so maybe a little bit managed there. Yeah. You'd yeah. expect him to probably go out and play high thirties in this yeah. next game. Yep. Uh, let's move over to the West, uh, where I've got in the notes there, the Phoenix Suns are playing Luka Doncic. Pretty much. Don, Doncic, uh, I should say. Um, game one, uh, the Suns get the win at home there in Phoenix, despite Luka putting up 45 points, 12 rebounds, 8 <laughs> assists. No other Maverick 
scored 15 points. Sun's playing yeah. that team ball that we saw last mm-hmm. year as well, you know, with, with Aiton uh, top scoring with 25, but then also having handy uh, uh, contributions from Booker and CP3 yep. and Jay Crowder and the like. Um, and they were able to do the same in game two. Uh, they win mm. that one 129 to 109, uh, despite 35 from Luca. Mm. And then uh, Luca finally gets some help. They go back to Dallas and they win game three, 103 to 94. Jalen Brunson uh, had 28 points, and Maxi Kleber uh, was very efficient. Uh, we've seen his three point shooting come along leaps and bounds. Mm. If they can jag this. This game four at home again. It's it's like um you know it's like the Philly Heat kind of series where mm, yeah you, where you go down to zip but then you go home you win game three yeah build up know, that can, momentum yeah a bit of momentum you know put the pressure really back on them uh, it'd be interesting but the, the, the Mavs have been good at home as well they were very good last year yeah. uh, during the playoff series so yeah and I yeah. think even and I saw before this this third game their coach very much came out and said like um you know Luca can't. Do everything for us. He's, he can We need. We're gonna. You go. Like, essentially, I think he put his team on blast a little yeah. bit. It's like you guys need to step yeah. up and support him. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, he's gonna do everything he can, but without you guys helping, we're not gonna get wins. So, yeah. Um, it seems like they turned it on at home. Uh, hopefully, they can continue that run. That game four is tomorrow. Out. Nah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow our time. That's the early one. Five thirty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> have to be up for anyways, I suppose. <laughs> straight, straight into it. Um, and then the uh, maybe the most enticing matchup is this Grizzlies-Warriors. Uh, oh, that's probably unfair. All, all of the matchups seem pretty enticing. Yeah, I, I think this has been my favourite. Yeah, and I think the mm. you know the, the, the highlight reel that is Jay J. Morant leading into this mm. has kind of built this storyline and drawn eyeballs. Like, people are tuning in. Mm. Uh, to see that, and of course, then you go up against an elite team in the Warriors. Like it just, it's kind of just escalated all together. So, yeah, it's it's been a good series, been an interesting series. It's also had a few um, you know, niggles. Inter- niggles. Yeah, niggles. Yeah. yeah. So we saw yeah. in Game One, Draymond getting ejected for the hit on Brandon Clark. There, Char uh, himself uh, scored thirty four. He actually he drove for the layup under sort of a double team to try and get the win. Uh, and when I say layup, a very difficult one at that. Uh, wasn't quite able to get it, and the Warriors win by one point in that one. Jordan Poole, we've, I've got him down there in the notes as a, spat, as a splash triplets. He had, thir- <laughs> he had 31 points, nine assists, official triplets. He uh, mm. He's in there now. It's not just the Splash Brothers in Steph and Clay. Yeah. You can, yeah. It's official, Esky official, <laughs> splash triplets. Welcome, Jordan Paul, to the triplets. Yeah, he's been excellent for them in the fo- definitely in the finals. Definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah, and w- and we we've seen you know a lot of people talking about Steph's shooting slump. Although he's been quite good in the playoffs, um, and Clay maybe you know both those guys maybe not worth where they were when they were winning, um, you know, back to back and and being essentially a dynasty team uh, before that little slump over the last few years. Well, that's health related. He, that's that's right. Well, Clay. Barely played in the last two years, but Curry's been hurt as well, and Curry's been yeah, Curry's been in and out. We've seen guys like Jordan Poole, we've seen guys like Andrew Wiggins really step up their game, and the Warriors they they look pretty scary. Now the Grizzly did win Game Two, essentially all off the back of Jar Morant. He scored forty seven points, uh, and he did win the Most Improved Player. Um, he was short, short odds to take that one out, yeah. so he's gone Rookie of the Year, then. 
all-star, then most improved player. MVP next year, is that what you're saying? <sighs> that's He's definitely that's got that kind of trajectory. Yeah, yeah definitely got yeah. that kind of trajectory. We were looking at him uh, and kind of dropped off towards the end in the MVP yeah, race. He's a big man kind of yeah, taken over. Yeah, in the year of the big man, but he's so fun to watch. Now, Dylan Brooks, he got ejected uh, after three minutes in this game for a flagrant two on Gary Payton Jr. This was really bad. Um I reckon. Um, Play it again. Gary, yeah. Gary Payton uh, broke his elbow. Uh, it's, it's oh, the, yeah, I did say this. It's the swipe yeah. It's the swipe on his head. Puts him off balance. Puts him off balance. He kind of, you know, lands back seat on his elbow. Mm. The, uh, the rules are you've got to touch the ball and he's, well, he's yeah, missed he, everything. Well, yeah. He, he missed. Yeah. And, and not just missed everything, slaps his head. Yeah. Boom, right, that's right arm into uh, well, the Will, Will Kennedy's getting a month for that, so... Yeah, definitely. And, th- and that, that, <laughs> that comes into the chat as well. Like, Gary Payton's going to miss for probably four weeks. Oh, uh, Hupp extends that elbow. Yeah, oh, nasty, nasty yeah. as, and probably misses four weeks at a minimum. Yeah. Um, and then Dylan Brooks misses this, you know, gets... It's lucky he did like a ligament get, in his elbow. Gets chucked out, and then... Well, he, he probably did do a ligament as well. Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Sean. Um, but, I, you know, he might, might have just been a break. Um, but it, it comes down to that. Does the injury, you know, should that be taken into account in the suspension? Because Dylan Brooks cops one game and will be good mm. to go mm. in game four. Does it matter that it's it was a, a fall though? Like yeah. it was is an instigated fall. It's different over there as well, obviously. Yeah, like if he's run down the sideline and you clothesline the bloke trying to as he's going to the Yeah, it's But it's he's in the air and you've bumped him and he's it's hard landed to, badly. He's, and it's hard yeah. to compare. Maybe it's a rough comparison between rugby yeah. league and the NBA. Well, yeah, football and that, but but yeah. yeah, that's bad. That's But for NBA comparison, like bad. within the concept of NBA, that's bad. Mm. Yeah. And it's not he it wasn't intentional in any way. It was just it's just seemed it very well, lazy with it. Well, he didn't want to break his elbow. No. no. Yeah. He, he wanted to he wanted to so hard foul him. Yeah. yeah. He, he wanted to whack him. Exactly. Yeah. So that in terms of intent, mm. yeah. yeah. And then the unlucky fall, like just yeah. you know, yeah. you know, getting the elbow in the wrong spot and it's not giving essentially it locks in and then it yeah, it causes the injury. It's the thing is, well, Dylan Brooks has been playing pretty good. He's been averaging yeah. 18 points a game, I think, mm-hmm. uh, mm. in the playoffs. Um, they were able to win. It's not good visuals. Let's put it that way. They were able to win without him, um, essentially off the back of Jar in game two. But now they go to San Francisco. They got pretty well dicked today. Uh, the Warriors put up 142 mm. points. Shout out to Jonathan uh, Kaminga. Uh, starts for the Warriors. 19-year-old rookie, the youngest mm. starter in a playoff game since 1971. Uh, only played 18 minutes, um, but scored 18. <laughs> uh, so pretty handy bad, just yeah. there. Jar 34 points in the losing effort. I think this is my favourite one, just in terms of we've got this old dynasty team in the Warriors that have been out there and won multiple rings. And and, the, and then the young superstar on the, the rise. And then the young also. on the rise, yeah. changing of the guard. Perhaps if they can get through them as well, the Warriors, uh, despite you know the, the down last two years, in that run where they were just making finals flat stick, they got they, they're healthy now and they've got all the talent back. And so. under Steve Kerr, they've never lost a playoff series. Mm. They always get to the final. The only time they've ever lost postseason is finals series. Finals. Yep. Shout out to LeBron, essentially, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Raptor, and the Kawhi Raptors yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for getting that done. Anyways, both um, conference semi final or. or all four conference semi finals yeah. at two one, brooms away, no sweeps. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting time in the year for the NBA. Definitely. 
definitely. Yeah, definitely. Very much so. Sean Monks, I might pass it over to you just to Ooh. carry us for uh, 90 seconds Just, just, just before you go. Uh, before we, we. Uh, Collie opened this game. What do you think he scored? Yeah, I'm going to say zero. Yeah. First ball. First up. baller. First ball. <laughs> Virat Coley's form slump continues. You hate to see it as an Australian cricket fan. You hate to see it. Uh, yeah. I hate, hate to see Maxwell out there scoring runs as an Australian cricket yeah. fan. You hate yeah. to see it. <laughs> Maxwell, he's been a bit slow here to start off. but it's By his standards. By his standards, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think he's 15 from 11. So. Two for 125, they could go nuts. Yeah, uh, with five to go. Yeah, with um, plenty in the shed. I am about to burst my bladder, boys. Yes. Uh, don't say anything dumb like I would say uh, in the next two minutes. <laughs> We're going to struggle to actually say anything. <laughs> We're going to enunciate while you're gone. So. At Dusty Martin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, yeah, leading into the NFL. Yes, let's jump in the NFL, monks. And I think we've got to talk about brown trades. Uh, wide receivers named Brown. Because uh, cause this this um, Hollywood Brown trade actually ended up being quite interesting because uh, during the week, DeAndre Hopkins gets uh, pegged for PEDs. Uh, some reports of like three different types of HGH and, and beaver tranquilizer is what, <laughs> is what he popped for. Um, the, the beaver tranquilizer, I think, being the masking agent in this. Uh, he was appealing right. it and they dropped the appeal. Uh, and then, of course, he's got his suspension. But by all accounts, the cards knew this was on the cards. Um, sheesh. Uh, <laughs> and, and was coming, he's coming through. This is why they did this Julio Brown trade. But the mm. interesting, the story of this was um, I don't remember what party said it. It potentially could be Hollywood's party. Uh, they and between the Ravens and Cards, if anyone had leaked this trade was going to happen, it was going to be cancelled. So one of the teams said, yes. if, "If this breaks news, Did you hear rumors about this. Yeah, they wanted to keep it real low key, real low key, because like Lamar Jackson, of course, being the quarterback there, knew nothing about it. Um, and of course, they've he's traded over there. He will be the essentially the starting number one for them. Um, mm. Why uh, Hopkins is out, so it makes more sense now to add a weapon like." Um, Hollywood over there, but also um, I think with Hollywood's statements, he, I think at the end of the last year and then before even uh, the last season had happened, uh, he was very much, you know, overplaying for the Ravens. Um, I've, and I think it was more a Greg Roman problem as in the, the offensive yeah. coordinator there of run first, running back tight end first, Lamar Jackson, yeah. you know, that, that philosophy, that's what they're built and designed for. Yep. Um, and to be a true number one receiver, trying to get 100 balls and 1,000 yards and 10 TDs in a season. To get that production. Yeah, just to, to get paid, get, get, yeah. seeing all these other boys getting paid. <laughs> um, you're more likely going to do that at the Cardinals, who are like a three mm. to four wide out set team constantly um, yep. and going to throw the ball a fuck ton, um, uncompared to the the, the Ravens, to the Ravens who, yeah. Who, who yeah won't do that as much. So... Uh, disappointing for Lamar, but a very interesting kind of storyline there for uh, Hol- uh, for Hollywood Brown. Uh, yeah. If we then go to AJ Brown, um, I did remember actually seeing this on Instagram. He was tra- training with Jalen Hurts a week before the draft, uh, so and then uh, got yeah, okay. of course got traded to the Eagles. Um, he, he's had that four year hundred mil deal. Um, basically done as the trade was done. So yep. they probably knew a week in advance and uh, we probably should have put two and two together that he was already out there <laughs> training, training with Jalen that they, that was going to happen. So yeah, yeah. some interesting uh, chat there um, for the 
uh, reasoning behind the two two big trades that happened um, during the the NFL draft. Mm. Um, and really, the other stories in the NFL this week it'd be more tidbits. Um, uh, Tannehill kind of saying he doesn't want to mentor uh, Malik Willis and. I, th- I think yeah. the sound bite was probably misused a bit. I think it was more like less of, uh, um, you know, I'm mentoring him like direct one on one. It's more like I've yeah. I've got the team to lead. I've got to lead the team. I've got to work on you know winning for the Titans. And yep. through that, he's probably going to learn a whole shitload of stuff from me. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. two very different quarterbacks as well. Yeah, exactly. So you've got you know Malik yeah. Willis who's getting the Lamar yeah. Jackson kind of. Um, yeah, hype. Yeah, com- uh, the comparison. Com- the comparison. Whereas Tannehill, you know, doesn't have. That, well, he's got sneaky wheels. He's like, got sneaky wheels. Sne- that's, sneaky wheels. That's, but def- that's not definitely his more. Style, a, yeah, yeah, definitely no, more of a yeah. pocket uh, passer and uh, hand the ball off to King Henry kind of quarterback. Exactly, yeah. and uh, they used to run when you got. Um, King Henry as your running yeah, back. Yeah, you've got a cheat <laughs> code as your running back. Yeah, uh, they use Cam Newton as a comparison because uh, when Will Greer, I think it was drafted by them, he basically said, yeah, well, it's my job to get everyone prepared and ready for a game on Sunday and that includes him. So okay. maybe a slightly yeah. different, but I think the, the same sort of message is, is like we're, we're the leaders of the entire club. Mm, yeah. um, we're not going to focus one-on-one and specifically on like here's how you fix your, you know, your five-step drop back, your heels high or whatever because yeah. um, yeah. that's the, the the quarterback coach's job. He, he's, yeah. he's more or less like, well, this is what I'm going to do in the game plan and he'll be in the same quarterback room and they will share things between each other. Yeah. But it's not like his full time job to yeah. yeah to to teach him everything. That's, That's it. The mm. I heard the job, um, so. Brett Favre, Baron Rogers sort of comparison as oh, well. Yeah. Okay, in terms of that, I guess. Yeah. Hey, do do you think Aaron Rodgers learnt nothing from Brett Favre in the, the what three years he sat behind? God no. <laughs> yeah, he learnt fuck tons, <laughs> of course. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Also, uh, Tannehill to Malik Willis. Uh, being compared to Favre Rogers, uh, that, 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 that's a little bit of pressure well, on the yeah. on the young bloke. Big, well, big, true, big, true. Big also, the the relationship speaking, between the two. Speaking rather, highly, the, the speaking very highly of Ryan Tannehill as well. Yeah, yeah, relationship, not legacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jerry Jones was in a car crash during the week as well. Yeah, is he okay? Uh, he was in hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know, old fellas in car crashes generally not a good, no, uh, anyone, <laughs> a good idea. Anyone in, yeah. In car uh, from what I've, I've seen, some pictures um, from other people's dash cam, it looks like he potentially ran a red light uh, oh. and got T-bones. Mm. So, um, old dash cam, everything is on <laughs> the internet these days. It's <laughs> fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. And us three Muppets included. Yeah, um, included. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of social media, the the final story we had today was um, I think Justin Bieber yeah. put out a little TikTok and saying, um, "Tell us something honest." Mm. And then Tom Brady did his little sneaky, you know, double check and just look around. And he said, <laughs> uh, "You know, the the the, the tuck rule, the tuck fumble, might, it might have been a fumble." Yeah. <laughs> Here we've got the interaction of two people that transcend yeah. their industries yeah. and but, can yeah. do whatever the fuck they want, <laughs> essentially. Well, there was a follow-up to this, and Charles Woodson, who was on the race team, I think mm. caused that fumble. Yeah. It was just like, is this what we're doing now? Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah interesting, yeah. interesting, because right. that rule came in because well, the of... the tuck rule exists yeah, because, because of... Because of, of uh, the, the Raiders-Patriots game. Check that out if you are just mm, a casual a NFL fan. Yeah, a bit, bit of history yeah. there. 
I don't know. It's a pretty Brady kind of thing to do. Like yeah. it's he's yeah. he, he's a massive media presence now. Yeah, and he, like he doesn't. He doesn't he's just care. enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah. The, the it's view, a great talking point. The people, views we're talking get, about it. People you know, are gonna give the shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, they just love it. Yeah. But yeah, any Raiders fans probably watching that just go just fuck you, Brady. Bit, just a little bit. Dirty. <laughs> you good looking, <laughs> age defying motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, we don't have to go into winners and losers from the draft, but interesting note: the Jets they picked um, Bryce Hall in the second round, mm. who mm. was the top running back available. Mm. So they got him, Wilson, and jo- Johnson from memory. I'll bring up. Oh the no, they got they got they got Sauce. Sorry, Sauce so, Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Hall and did they get Johnson as well? We'll bring it up. That were I think that was their, their 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 lot. So they've done excellent there. Of course, um, I'm slightly a bit annoyed that they picked up Hall, considering I've got Michael Carter there potentially as a keeper. <laughs> but in your fantasy um, team, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting considering they've got Carter there that they might want to free him and play him more as an every down back. But um, Bryce Hall very much built like an every down back. Uh, but I just wanted, to, you know, they've got, you know, the number one, potentially number one cornerback out of this draft, mm. potentially number one uh, wide receiver, the third um, defensive end by some people's uh, accounts, and then the number one running back. Like, mm. I just, pretty pretty good draft from the New York Jets. Yeah, they've yeah. been doing well in the last couple of years, and, and that was, will continue. And I'm quite, was, quite impressed with their their what they've done. And we said in the um, NFL draft um, companion. Mm. The NFL wants wants a strong New York. I just want to see what they if they pick Johnson or if I'm making that up. No, mm. they'd be down the bottom. Uh, yep. Uh, f- Jermaine Johnson. Johnson. It is yep. Jermaine First Johnson. Round. It's not touch screen, bro. I know. I was I was <laughs> I was pointing <laughs> at it for you. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's a cheap Mac. That's a cheap <laughs> Mac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, Monk's, just Monk's stand- Dell half price. That is good touch screen. So, oh, it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Just standard. <laughs> You know, dribbler here, you know, cru- cruise around with Apple because, you know, everyone has it. And then you, you, fanboy, talk, fanboy. you, you talk with some actual guys that know a little bit about IT and, yeah, apparently they're no good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, 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 Summarise, Jets, Jets good. Jets, mm. I'm very happy with what they've Jets done. Jets good in terms of what they've done. Yes. Uh, hopefully, it's good uh, in a hard division. Yeah, I'm saying, like I said, that hopefully they'll get to five wins this year. Um, <laughs> but they're like the, the the last two, like this year and last year, put those two years together. Hope you know they're finally hopefully transitioning. Mm. They've gotten mm. out of the Adam Gaze era and they've had full circle and potentially um, looking head, ahead to more winning football. Mm. I really have, like what they're saying. Just having a look at their running backs that got taken, it's it's a hard time to be a running back in well, the Walker NFL. Well, Walker as well, and then you think yep. – I, I was thinking well, Chris big, Carson and um, Penny over there already, like, and R- Rashad Penny kind of had a breakout towards the yeah, last yeah, half of the year. Yeah. But also uh, neither of them maybe true number one feature backs in yeah, in I guess so. the NFL. But, yeah, Seattle – Probably have it's the way of the, way of the position. They need multiple. It's a long season, and so. Seattle had mm. needs elsewhere as well. So interesting uh, that Kenneth Walker interesting, was the interesting second running back. Interesting taken. point from the Seahawks. They said during the week that they thought if Drew Locke was in this uh, draft class, he would be the first receiver taken, mm. uh, first quarterback taken. So, mm. um, of course, you know, being the Denver fan, I thought uh, highly of Locke and his talents. Mm. Um, just hadn't had the opportunities, unfortunately, in Denver. Uh, old coach wanting veteran players to play ahead of him. Mm. So, yeah, see how it goes to Seahawks. They didn't draft any quarterback uh, in this draft. No. So no. they're very much locked, locked in. in to lock. Locked in on a lock. Nice. 
the other <laughs> second round running back taken, uh, fresh off, um, you know, discovering Australia, James Cook, uh, <laughs> running running back out, out of Georgia. Yeah. So Dalvin's little brother. Out of the first two rounds, three running backs taken. It's um, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a hard time to be a running back, I guess, uh, mm. in the NFL these days. The other thing I saw, isn't there a Kobe Bryant that? Uh, yes, spelt, yep, spelt with a C, yes. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, and also taken by, by Seattle. He graduated Named, named after Kobe Bryant of Kobe with a K fame. Um, and I think he graduated today with an engineering degree, Monks, you might want to confirm this, because he, he, he wanted to build... He wanted to build prosthetics for veterans, and that's so why he got into engineering. So he's, wow. he's smart as fuck, boy. You know, there's a um, former NRL... Uh, NFL player that's a neurosurgeon as well. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, oh yeah, done with my NFL. Well, might my, my just become a neurosurgeon. True. Uh, you know, you, you, everyone. We can shit on the NCAA and scholarships, etc. But mm. forcing guys to go through a university system, a it college helps. system, it does help. Yeah, it does yeah. help. Uh, you know, for guys going through those systems, take available what's in front of you and use it, because. <laughs> Uh, you know, if the NFL career is on average three years, two, um, uh, two I've heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's under. I think it's moved, so it's like yeah. two point eight or yep. something now. Yep. So, uh, yeah. the bloke that I was thinking of there, Myron Roll, uh, former safety uh, with the Tennessee Titans, he's thirty five years of age, and he is a neurosurgeon. Yeah. So yeah, when people say, "Well, it's not neurosurgery," he can say, "Oh, well, yeah, it is." Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm still finding any notes on Kobe, but he is going to be wearing number eight. Yeah, in um, honour of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um, no news on the degree, though. I saw someone graduate today. Uh, let me look that up. It may be a different engineer. <laughs> 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 All right. Are we happy with our NFL chat other than chasing up some kind of engineer? Yeah. All right. Let's get us into the On The Esky final round. Ding, ding. Okay, UFC 274 goes down today. Um, we spoke about it at the top of the show. Charles Oliveira misses mm. weight by half a pound, 220-odd grams, one human shit. I'm, I'm going to say yeah. that. I reckon I've done shits at a 220 <laughs> grams. It's maybe like a nice steak. So, well, you at know, least, yeah. Yeah, one in, one out kind of yeah. um, mentality there. Monks, if you wouldn't mind just bringing up the results, uh, please, from today. Uh, we do have a new women's straw weight champion in... Carla Esparza. Uh, I think we'll maybe start from the top and then just go through um, the, the, the top end, yeah, of of the main card. So let's start with Oliveira uh, versus Justin Gaethje. So he misses weight. The UFC, mm-hmm. the fo- they say the fight is going to go ahead. However, mm-hmm. there will there'll be there, there'll be no. Champion, it'll be vacated for yeah. a so, while. So Gagey can win the belt, but Gagey Oliveira can win it, can't. but Oliveira can't win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then Oliveira can be the number one contender. Yeah, would yeah. be the number one contender fighting whoever for that vacant belt if he wins. What's our thoughts on that? You miss weight, which in and itself is a weird kind of thing. Yeah, uh, so a man called Joe Rogan has kind of speculated a fair bit. Well, weight, weight on, cutting. On that. Well, as a comparison, when Oliveira, because he, he missed weight by either we, – we couldn't exactly agree on whether it was a pound or half a pound, but he was over by a little bit. Uh, so then he had another hour to try to cut that weight. 
while he's losing that weight, Justin Gadget had already put on ten pounds. So uh, he jumped on the scale. And I think it was you know he was uh, in the um, you know mid one sixties at that point, and it was like, yeah, I've, this guy's still trying to cut weight, and I'm already gaining. So the weight cut discussion, it's well, most it's it's ten percent. Usually the guys put ten percent. It's on. wild. It's not good for you. Like sh- surely you know no. going out to fight someone and potentially get you know tagged in your head after after you've dropped 20 pounds you know or however it it is advantageous though size wise like if you can have a size advantage it it, it definitely helps unfortunately but it's going to be a discussion as long as the ufc has the current setup with weight cutting it's going to be a discussion so so the only thing is to have more divisions yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, and maybe don't go crazy like boxing, but for these guys, you yeah, know, the one fifty five to one seventy, uh, you maybe bump that to one seventy five and put a one sixty five in there to start with. And obviously, yeah. the the big one being light heavyweight to heavyweight, yeah. massive, massive jump. Yeah, it's it's like put it either every ten or if you do really want to add a whole bunch more, then put it every five. But you don't nah, don't so go where go where boxing is. It's every half pound. So five five pounds is two point two kilos. Like it's it's not. Yeah, much. It's overkill. I think yeah. ten ten's a good. I think spot ten. There. I think ten would be good. I'd be happy to see two or three more divisions if that you know. Well, they're, they're trying to kill off all the lower ones, so they're not going to go lower. It's more just like middle yeah. in that middle bracket. So yeah. whether you get poor little fellas, yeah, you get a light heavyweight. We've seen heavyweight some, becomes heavyweight, and then there's a super heavyweight. Um, we've seen some wars between Figgy and Marino, yeah. and you know Demetrius, Mighty Mouse Johnson, you know the the yeah. goat of of the little fellas, but obviously. It gets to a point where they, they start thinking about eyeballs and, and, and that said, this lightweight division yeah. is pretty fucking stacked and I imagine there would have been a lot of eyeballs Well, that, on well that's the thing. They, yeah. you've, you've got – the tighter the divisions are now, they've got more guys competing in the same pool versus if they yeah. try to spread it out and then mm. you've – Yeah, rather than fighting yeah. for 15 – They've got 700 fighters, I think, on, on, eight. on contract. So they've yeah. still got shitloads of guys that are just trying to get through the divisions. Yeah, there, sure, so. sure. Anyway, um, so the rule is they actually did change it recently. So non-championship fights, you get the half pound mm. extra. So mm. you, um, and I think twenty odd guys uh, were uh, a half pound or more over on this scale. That's um, but that's f- fact. So but was there something wrong with the scale? Well, that's the chat. They reset the scale overnight. The guy that was operating the scale was a bit of a stickler. But Charles Oliveira, unfortunately for him, he's in a championship fight, so he's got to make the exact weight, which is 155. Different rules for Doesn't champions. get that leniency, yeah. which is what he was over. But And is that? Based on his his team, they were at that the night before and they were ready to go. They were happy to, to, to you know, the, on that scale before it got reset, yada, yada. It didn't matter in the end. Charles Oliveira, you know, a bit of a gunfight to start with. Um, you know, I think well, I'm not sure who dropped who, but they got to the ground, and then Charles locked in the the rear naked choke, and that was mm. it. Justin's night was over. Uh, mm. He, if he had the title, would have equaled Khabib for most title defenses. Really, um, yeah, right. in lightweight. Wow. So, so does, does this break? His um, I don't think it counts. Well, it doesn't count. It's it doesn't a count. So does it, yeah. yeah, it's a number one contenders fight. Essentially. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It just gets stripped of being a championship yeah. fight. Which is we so all know weird. he's a champion. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah. 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 He got well, Justin well, Gaethje, who's a killer, in the first yeah. round. Yep. Yeah. And so it comes down to one human shit. Yes. <laughs> or, or what is it? How many poots have come were we talking about before? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, it's, well, a lot of human Rumble cum would have to come out. Um, At least 100. Yeah. It's not much whale cum. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, Drop in the ocean for whale cum. Mm. Hope you have a job tomorrow. <laughs> 
James started that chat pre-podcast, so I'll handball it to him. Anyway, if you're interested uh, in uh, how much a blue whale jizzes, it's about twenty liters. Thirty-five is, pints. We were told. Yeah, thirty-five anyway, pints. Yeah. Fair bit of jizz. Yes. Uh, and we head into the biology. Segment <laughs> yeah, the biology. Yeah, segment. yeah. So I'm having this chat I got full, full class on the esky is what we're talking yeah, about. Of course. Well, I got, I got to see my brother for about 90 minutes uh, whilst he was up from Melbourne. And uh, we did discuss uh, which animal would jizz the most. And uh, the blue whale, obviously, is the main contender being the heaviest animal. Uh, and we were thinking about 100 litres. Uh, but it turns out it's about 20, 20 litres. There you go. A bit of jizz chat for you on the esky into mm. the women's straw weight. Now, Carla... <laughs> That's the worst thing <laughs> in history. <laughs> Uh, keep going though. 20 litres It's like It's like half of what These women so weigh Stop it Keep going In uh, So the women's straw weight Carla Esparza She defeats The incumbent champion In Rose Navajunas In what has been described As a bit of a snooze fest Yeah I saw them At the, the, the bell And neither of them Looked like they'd taken Significant damage Must have been a fair bit Of wrestling involved In mm. this Split decision here So I think What one gave it to well, of course, one gave it to Rose forty seven forty eight, and then uh, one gave it forty eight forty seven to Carlo, but then someone gave it forty nine forty six um, to four rounds to one uh, in the favour of Carlo. So that's that says something about the judging, doesn't it? Yeah, or well, either that, or there was just not a lot to judge on, yeah. uh, potentially. Yeah. So uh, if Bola, you know, that's Graham's rematch. Yeah, you, you've got to sort that so. shit out. Mm. So. Um, and Rose, yeah. obviously, Thug Rose, uh, being such a popular champion, mm. you know, the mm. uh, I'm the best, you she, know, she, she, uh, she's, with, with with Rogan after that win. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. one of those fighters that was very much um, uh, like mental aptitude, mental confidence mm. is really where her strength in yep. fighting comes from. Mm. So if she came into this maybe – you know, slightly off, then yeah, she's just a completely different fighter. She comes out with that killer mentality um, that we've seen her, though, you know, the, especially the the classic, I'm the best, I'm the best, mm. went out there and um, got, got um, Zhang done. And like, yeah, that's that's kind of where you see where you think Thug Rose is. And this one maybe a little underdone for whatever reason. Uh, but sc- screens rematched me, screens rematched. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Esky contributor. I'm going to say he's a contributor. Trent Naden uh, went on Kentucky apparently with Carla Esparza around Europe. Uh, said she was a very boring <laughs> Kentucky <laughs> person because she was out there running every morning, not you know drinking too much, looking after her health. Uh, well, now she's a UFC champ, so, so good on yeah. you, Carla Esparza uh, of Ecuadorian descent, I believe. So we've got the Venezuelan vixen being the champion in. Um, uh, what's the one up from this one? Women's. What are we doing? We're talking strawweight. Strawweight. Ban- there's banter and there's one between banter, it, which it's would ban- be. Oh, feathers above that. It's banter. banter. Straw. I'm just trying to remember the champions. No, that's that's right. There's only the three, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's only the three because they scrapped. Um, no, that's not right. There's. No, there's three. So Shevchenko is flyweight. Yeah. And then there's. Bantam, 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 which is Juliana Pena, yeah. the Venezuelan vixen, and so then fe- featherweights. Featherweights. No one cares about. It. There's uh, there's four. We're talking four. Aren't I, no, I think there's three. I think featherweights been. Dis- Hold on, let's see. Featherweight. No one goes. So there's banterweight. There's strawweight. Yeah. And flyweight. Yeah. So there's okay. three. Okay. And I'm pretty sure featherweight has been disbanded. Sorry, sorry. We just said banter. No fly. Banter. Sorry. <laughs> this is great. Banter. Fly. Yeah, this is shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. What did we say? There was fly. There's, straw, yep. banter, and featherweight. 
Bantam. Bantam, yeah, but that's four. Yeah, but... The, but Featherweight doesn't Featherweight's count. Featherweight's disbanded. Yes. <laughs> well, no one fights there. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yes. But it's still... Amanda Nunes is still the Featherweight champ. Yes. yes. Good chat there. Uh, anyway, uh, Michael <laughs> Chandon... It's going to be fun listening back one year, you know, when we this podcast gets great. a reasonable following, you know. Yeah. Uh, not enough to quit our jobs, but, you know, enough <laughs> to keep doing it. And we listen back to some of this and just go, fuck, you guys are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And then we were like, yeah, nothing's changed. Uh, nothing's changed. Uh, so Michael, me blue whale jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Chandon, I, I can't make a segue with Chand- that, you know, joke Chandon. for this. Chandon. Uh, Chandler, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he's, on, he's on the piss. He's on there the chandol. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Chandler. Chandler. Yeah. Sent uh, Tony Ferguson to the shadow realm uh, today <laughs> with a front kick. Uh, made him stiff as a board. Uh, this I think is a nasty front kick. This is one of those ones. Very like it wasn't like a, uh, you know, Anderson Silva kind of one. It was more like a quick, you know, hit him with the ball of the foot, and yeah. it, was, yeah. it was more like a quick short one, hit him right on the chin, and, and it was, was good night. Good I, night. I said to, to to the miso, uh didn't pay for this one. Was trying to get a few, you know, little <laughs> little streams coming through. I said, "You want to see someone get knocked out?" She goes, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, that, "That's weird." <laughs> I don't know if I, how I feel about that. Yeah, so <laughs> I she wobbled over. I, and I show her, and she just got oh, like like looking away, yeah. kind of. Uh, oh, that's di- bad. Yeah, really yeah. bad. It was a bad one. Chandler looks absolutely fucking jacked. Uh, Tony Ferguson. He called out. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGregor. He wants uh, to get paid. He wants to get paid. Oh, I think Charles Oliveira also he called also him called out. out yeah. McGregor. They all well, everyone wants a name. And that's a bit fucked as well, isn't it? In that that's where this yeah. that, Who that's cares about the lightweight belt? I just well, want McGregor. Oh, McGregor. <laughs> and that's where this sport where, where <laughs> boxing aficionados will say, Well, no, obviously this sport is all about names and yada yada. But yeah, well, it's all money. Well well the mm. counter is uh, you know, fucking Jake Paul. Do you know do you know what I mean? Like yeah, and that's where the fight world is, I guess. It's all it's all about names. It's eyeballs. Yeah. It's, eyeballs. Yeah. Tony Ferguson, I think you had a reasonable good like reasonable take on this in yeah. the group chat today. Yeah. Um a lot of people are saying, you know, is he done? Is he fighting past his prime? Kind yeah. of BJ Penn kind of vibes. He just that, he that just hasn't been different since the ACL. Like yeah. and the Khabib, that was a big one. He was there. The ACL, the whole domestic violence saga and everything that happened. In the background, yeah, it's just like that year the the, the division moved past him, unfortunately. Mm. And mm. Um, I'm not sure if he got his record there. I think a Justin Gagey fight where Gagey probably should have ended it sooner, just beat the shit out of him for as many rounds as he did. Like, mm. it's, um, yeah, I, d- I think the problem is you now he, he's in that top there. Well, look, look at that list, bro. Like he's, <laughs> he's coming off four. They're, they're all top five dudes. Yeah, so. coming off four losses against absolute killers. Twice now to Oliveira as well uh, as Dariush and Geishi. So four in a row. Do you think he keeps going but, you know, maybe drops down as a bit of a gatekeeper kind of guy? Yeah, if he wants to keep fighting, I don't think he can keep giving him top five guys at this point. He's just – I don't think he's there in that kind of talent level. I think he's got to move back and hopefully maybe work his way into it, of course. What is he still? Thirty six, maybe. 38. He's thirty eight. Sorry, I couldn't yeah, see him here. Yeah. yeah, you know that's a bit. Old. Getting up there, fighters. Some do can go into their forties. Like mm. um, Glover is the example. Yeah. But uh, I, but say, Arlovsky. Yeah, but yeah, but same. Yeah. Like take Glover for example. He had to move back in the division and work mm. his way back up. And I think that's probably what Tony needs to do. He could potentially be the gatekeeper for that top ten for a long time if he really wants to. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want to be seen 
Same him putting there with those top five guys and getting murdered constantly. I think yeah, that's, that's not good for your that's, long-term welfare. It's four in a row. Yeah. Uh, the BJ Penn thing comes to mind, and maybe that's, again, you know, not quite the same comparison. BJ Penn, you know, champion of the world f- formally. But mm. at the end of his career, he got tailed up a fair bit. And it's yeah. kind of like, when do you quit? Well, you could see the same for BJ Penn. Yeah. You could see the UFC had moved on in that time frame. Mm, mm. Same with like, take Ronda, for example. She was on the top of the world and mm. uh, her publicity, the move that division to the point where it is now, where it, they just all move past her. There's, the skill set just keeps evolving and getting better and better. It's, mm. it's hard to, you know, it's hard to stay at the top for long periods of time. Mm. So, you know, give a guy like John Jones his props for that in that regards how he keeps refining himself. Mm. Mm. Um, Speaking of which, I thought uh, Shogun Hua potentially had died because um, <laughs> you hadn't heard from him in a hot minute and he's 45, I think. 45. Coming up against... Um, uh, That's good. It's good when you're talking about 45-year-old fighters and we're talking about 18-year-old NRL players as well <laughs> and, and, and you think, oh, we're in that nice middle ground where it's okay, yeah. it's all right. We haven't yeah. fucking worked out our lives oh. just yet. 40, 40. Yeah. Sorry, 40. Oh, just five years. <laughs> yeah. oh, that makes me feel a lot worse. Yeah. Well, he's well, been well, fighting well, since well, he's 18. Yeah, Shogun Rua, obviously synonymous with the UFC. With pride, bro. Like, mm, yeah. he was 2005 pride champion. There you go. There's some quick stats where 45. Going against, 45. Uh, um, you know, in the light heavyweight division, he's undersized, mm. really, for, for that division, mm. uh, realistically. Um, but going against a big dude. And St. Tricks, like, uh, I didn't think he was ever going to get a chance to win. No. By all accounts, this was a snooze fest. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and that's why I went to split decision. Um, and I wouldn't surprise me if Shogun was a little bit gun shy on this. But, hey, not unsurprising. It's been a while since the last time he'd fought, um, I believe. Yeah, two years. There you go. Dude, OSP is so much bigger than him as well. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, good on him for taking that fight. And, again, it comes back to the, you know, the Oliveira. Um, uh, sorry, not the Oliveira. The Chandler... Yeah. Uh, Ferguson chat in like, I, like, is this the best decision f- for you? Yeah, in yeah. life yeah. right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think so for sure. Again. No, no. Let's let's move on from there. What was the last fight in uh, on the main cut? So Cowboy Cerrone got cancelled because uh-huh. uh, he had food poisoning overnight. Oh shit! So wow. he couldn't fight after weighing in. Of course, he couldn't fight. Mm. Whether it was. Food poisoning or uh, his weight cut. <laughs> oh, food poisoning. Yeah. The old Lionel Hutt. Yeah. You know, um, there's food poisoning <laughs> and yeah. then there's food poisoning. So they bumped these two boys up and I don't think I knew too much about these two. Um, I've seen Chaos Williams before. Yeah, okay. uh, Losing another split decision. Uh, three yeah. in this one. Um, so, yeah. Definitely, definitely a cool name. He was coming off uh, two wins. Goes down to Randy Brown. Randy Brown, I don't. he's not ranked, is he? Can you chase that one up, Monks? Uh, but he's come. He's now has uh, three uh, wins on the trot. Uh, he's lost to Vicente Luque. Maybe he's maybe he's ranked. I'm sure. I can bring that one up in uh, just a second. Obviously, you can see three boys that were doing Mother's Day things and didn't watch uh, yeah, the card as it didn't watch this folded today. Uh, uh, not, not currently ranked. Not currently ranked, but. Maybe after that win. I'll be close, yeah. Other fights that happened today, Canelo was in the boxing world. He he lost. He lost. He lost. But I think, I can't remember because this was a light heavyweight 
fight, and I have a feeling he came up for this to he, challenge for this belt. So. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, um, against he did have a rematch right. clause, so they're probably going to redo this. He yep. he lost by yep. two rounds essentially. Um, I think for the final scorecards, one fifteen to one thirteen. Against um, Dimitri Bivol, yeah, who, who was uh, the current champion, current champion and underdog. Yeah, with Can- with Canelo going up, which is. Uh, you know, an, ab- an absolute testament to how good a boxer Canelo Alvarez is. Yeah, well, that's Canelo's first loss since 2013, I think, from memory. Yeah. So Look at his record, 57, losses, uh, 57, fo- 57 wins, two losses, two no contests. Yeah, second, well, he, his 30, only other defeat was 39 Mayweather, so KOs. Yeah, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather was his only other. This, um, bi- this Bivol, he's 20 and 11 KOs. So maybe Canelo bit off more than he could chew in this one. And what, he held that belt since 2016? Is that what that says there? Uh, yes, yes, something like that. A uh, version of this belt. So <laughs> as in the, like, there's like four different light heavyweight belts. He's had one. This um, is the problem with boxing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's the problem with you, the different associations, etc. We should have the Onieski uh, belt. Yeah. yeah. The champion of the Onieski yeah. world. <laughs> Worst dribbler. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we actually fight. No, it's fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fight. There's no weight classes because there's only three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open weight you, Old UFC days That's what it is <laughs> No rules Yeah We can all get And chew stuff as well. <laughs> Exactly yeah. Kick each other's teeth out All good Old UFC days yeah. Biting <laughs> groin shorts Eye pokes All good Let's go baby <laughs> Might get some views <laughs> Might get some fucking views Do better than the podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well uh, if you're slinging steroids uh, Get out <laughs> <laughs> oh, just go back to around your place, right? So oh, yeah, yeah. Careful, careful, man. Yeah. I don't want to get killed by a drug dealer. Yeah, not his place specifically. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or, or SWAT. Or my SWAT, complex. Yeah. My complex. Yeah. You can look at that in camera times. Yes, yes. Uh, fight, fight announcements. Um, uh, so a big one, Volk versus Holloway, probably the biggest one. Um, can you find that card for me? I can't remember if it's that card or the easy one. Uh, to... I think July 2nd is what it's meant to be. So a quick turnaround for Volk, uh, especially taking on someone like Holloway for the trilogy. Mm. Um, so, of course, definitely looking forward to that. And I think they're putting together a really good-looking card for this one. 251, um, when are we talking? When are we talking? No, that's that's, that's the old one. Um, we need oh, to know yeah, what, what three is. Let's just put three in there. Yeah, they're set for you. 276. 276. Uh, that's on BJ Penn's website. Um, go just search UFC 276. Um because uh, I think they're putting together a good card. Some chat about Izzy taking on uh, Jared Cannonero as well, but Izzy <laughs> said that was... That is definitely not his name. Cannonero. It's getting late on Sunday. Cannonero, yes. Um, <laughs> Marge Simpson driving an SUV is fighting, is fighting Fine Israel out of, out of <laughs> I've got to get a Simpsons reference in there somewhere. Um, uh, Izzy said that was Cap on Twitter, though. So I don't think anything's been booked for that. Do you have a card yeah. for that one? Uh, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. I think no card. No card. Announced. There you go. Melissa Tate on there. Jessica I. Maybe it's... No, maybe it's not this one. Maybe it's the Izzy card. Um, the Jared with um, Jared. Rose Clark, Uriah Hall. Yeah. Robbie oh, no. Paul. Robbie Law was on this... So Sean there's my, yeah no this is it, yeah. so Sean's on this one and I think uh, Nate Dizad versus um, Hazmat's meant to be on this too. Oh, I did hear rumors of that. You you again 
Hamzat. Hamzat, sorry. <laughs> he's not a hazmat suit. <laughs> hazmat suit, yes. Hamzat. He, he's, not, he's, he's not someone that's going in to deep clean a COVID-infected Same, room. Yeah, in Shanghai. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Heck, was the last 30 minutes of a podcast? <laughs> we just get loose, bro. <laughs> that's the best bit. Uh, so I think that, yeah, Nate had been begging for a fight, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the UFC said, fine, fuck you. <laughs> Have mm. Hamzat the mm. and get your ass punched in. Um, Nate is crazy for taking this fight. To be honest, yeah, like he's again, yeah, he's I, achieved I, so much, but that is that's a killer, man. I think I think there been there was some leak. Um, there was a picture of the, the card in the back of someone's like media leak or something from mm. one of the UFC bigwigs. So I'm not sure if that's official. That's that was on that, and that's been the chat. Um, so they're still working on that one. Still working on the Izzy fight, but so um, yeah, some big cards coming up um, mm. in the next couple of months. Mm. Uh, and Paul Gallen's fighting some. Australian heavyweight that no one knows about on Wednesday. Um, Jake Nick, Paul, Sonny Bill Williams. Yep, that's one. Uh, sorry, is that just ca- is, on, that, is that happening? I'm um, just back on this uh, Gallon fight card. Um, mm-hmm. We've also got Nikita Tsu and uh, Harry Garside yes. um, both yeah, fighting. Yeah, Sue's fighting on that. Is that well. it? That's in Australia. Why is Sue fighting in Australia again? Coming home, etc. Yeah. Anyway, it's in Australia. Yeah. Um, Everyone's talking about Paul Gunler, which is disappointing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, when you mentioned uh, Floyd, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, cool. Paul, yeah, he, he's got an exhibition fight in he does, a couple of weeks. Um, you know, a few weeks' time against uh, Don Moore as well. So he must be, don't know, he must be running out of money or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Sonny Bill, is that happening? It's not confirmed. Sonny Bill has uh, vowed apparently to hand Jake Paul his first loss, but nothing confirmed. Yeah, I heard about this hit list because um, this was like, you know, old news, unfortunately, for us two weeks ago. Tommy Fury, mm. Anderson Silva. Mm. Michael Bisman was on that list as well. Michael Bisman got stuck in a Jake Paul about how he's useless, et cetera, et cetera. Really? Um, yeah. I think the, the biggest name probably was Eddie Hearn, like the boxing promoter. He was mm. like, yeah, Jake Paul's not a – not a real fighter. Yeah. Not a real boxer. Yeah. Anderson um, Silva makes... If he wants to prove himself, like Sonny Bill Williams is the guy that he needs to fight to yeah, sort of yeah. legitimise himself. Yeah, and if he wants a legend, boxer. like you see legends got a name, Anderson Silva's actually doing boxing now. Mm. So... Mm. Um, How old's Anderson these days? Yeah. We're talking about 45. Before. He, like, <laughs> he, he might actually be 40, 45. 46? Let's have a look. An old Google knows. Uh, old Wikipedia's. 47. <laughs> 46 a month ago. That's close enough. You were very close. <laughs> um, yeah. Still would not want to find him. No. No. And, <laughs> no. and, and turn it into boxing. No. And yeah, I don't... For, for like a size matchup with Jake Paul, that's a good fight, one. I wouldn't want to fight a dead former champion <laughs> of the world. Just that their spirit might come and claim me. Oh, is there one in the UFC? I don't think there is. Uh, boxing, I imagine. There boxing, definitely. <laughs> that's, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, well, currently, yes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, bit of dribble. Um... Uh, is that it for fights? Yes, that's all, all the news in the fighting so. world currently. Uh, Stay tuned for the Esky, uh, <laughs> the Esky belt. <laughs> <laughs> the one official. Yeah, the, the spicy, you, juicy the, belt. The unified belt. Oh, yep. goodness. Of all the sauce. <laughs> yeah, with us all on steroids. <laughs> and we still, we still look the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, F1 boys. Actually, you, you'd be so the funniest because you'd be super top heavy and no carbs. I, <laughs> it, <laughs> the hardest muscle to grow. <laughs> yeah. 
Shout out to any uh, skinny calf boys out there. It's genetics, man. You can train them <laughs> fucking five times a week. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trust me, I tried. Bro. I tried. I tried my best. Uh, F1. F1. What uh, is happening? Yeah. Race tomorrow, 5.30. Our time. Yeah. Miami, um, bitch. Yeah. Miami, Miami, first time yeah. there. All the NFL and NBA stars turning out for it. Um, yep. Lando Norris is wearing a helmet that looks like a basketball. Uh, so it looks like, uh, the, the top view looks like a basketball player, like a basketball driving a Formula One car. Hilarious. Um, and I think Danny Rick's got some form he, of. Ace Ventura. Yeah, I Ace Ventura helmet. Inspiration so, for his yeah. helmet. so they're enjoying it a little bit. Um, there's been the whole hope about the. Um, uh, rules with uh, jewelry, etc., and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Lewis showing up with you know so, three watches, yeah, I twenty guess. chains, all the rings, mm, and yeah. then um, Seb Seb protesting global warming, and then also yeah. wearing uh, his undies on the outside so, of his. Yeah, the the backstory to that is that there is a rule in the uh, FIA. Yeah, um, keep going. Yeah, there is a rule in the FIA where like the, there's regulations around. Not being able to wear jewelry um, in the car. In the car, uh, I think someone was caught and with a like a. They were just wearing a chain necklace, um, and I don't think yeah. it was Lewis as well. As there was a couple of them, they caught him, and they were like, "Well, in a car crash, you probably don't want that to get caught on anything." Yeah, that's so it. that's they're, they're thinking players um, will drive a safety in this for yeah. this one. So yeah, um, um, and by all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by all accounts, like Lewis was like, "Well." If you're going to enforce this rule, I'm just going to sit out. Like, we've got drivers ready. I don't have to race. Um, probably talking a little bit to how he feels, again, about um, his championship chances. Um, and then part of that directive from the race director was also um, there's going to be some compliance checks around the underwear that drivers were wearing because, again, um, making sure that it's all resistant to fire which I think is what the jewelry was about as well. Can't wear their G-strings while they're, no. they're racing cars at 300 kilometres an hour. That's it, yeah. So in protest to that, I guess... Um, I don't think it matters. Uh, I guess if you're wearing a fireproof suit, that should cover most of it. But if it goes through the suit, you probably want to protect your pecker. So <laughs> I guess fireproof so. undies maybe helps a little bit as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so to that, um, Seb was walking down pit lane with his undies outside of his... Um, yep. Shirt, yeah. Uh, anyway, a lot of big stars, a lot of big names. Um, Michelle Obama, George Lucas. Um, for who few out there, well, I am. Um, I feel bad for Ted Cavritz, who's gonna have to walk pit lane and talk to all these superstars, <laughs> and they have absolutely no fucking idea who he is or what they what he's trying yeah. to do for for the broadcast. Anyway, uh, Ferrari finished one two, Max is third. Um, Ferrari yeah. very, very quick in this. Um, yeah. Red Bull, of course, um, the second row. So it's still those two teams competing. Yeah. Lewis, Science was actually pretty lucky. He had a pretty big crash. Yeah, and um, so did Ocon in practice. into the, that wall. Yeah, um, they're there's, all right. Yeah, they're all right. All there's right, yeah. some, some complaints, of course, there's been the first race there, that, that that wall specifically was concrete wall. There's no what they call Tech Pro, uh-huh. uh, which is mm. the, the crash, um, you know, specially designed crash safety barrier they use for Formula One, which mm. a lot of the tracks employ nearly all the way around the track. Um mm. 
This one concrete wall. Ocon's crash, fifty one G's um, was the Jeez. lateral load. There was wow. yeah, which is a lot. That's, uh, that's well, the that's, same as that's the same as um, Verstappen's in Silverstone. Yeah, where Hamilton took him out. Yeah, and that that wasn't a solid concrete wall. Fifty one yeah. G. I didn't even know went that <laughs> to that many. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's yeah. a lot. Uh, well, to the point, it, it cracked the frame of Ocon's car. So uh, which. R- removed him from qualifying. Mm. That makes it, of course, very hard for, you know, cracking a frame in a Formula 1 car, considering the amount of engineering and money that goes into it. This yeah. kind of shows the impact. So see what happens race-wise. Uh, our boy, Danny Rick, 14th. Lewis was 6th. Lando, 5th or 8th? Uh, Lando was 8th. 8th in the yeah. end, yeah. Who was 5th? Oh, Faltry, that's right. Yeah. Uh, outscoring both – well, out – qualifying both the Mercedes in this one mm. uh, with George Russell in 12th. So good race. We'll have to see what the track is like tomorrow. Um, I think probably the biggest storyline was the fake pool, um, fake harbour. Yeah. So this this track, which they're calling a street track, um, has been purpose-built in the car park of Hard Rock Stadium where the Dolphins play. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So they've made this track. It sort of wraps around... The sta- or I don't know if it wraps around the stadium, but a lot of it is a car park in the stadium. Great so question. to make that, um, I guess, that atmosphere, mm. um, they've oh, built a little f- like fake dock um, with a whole heap of yachts like back like, onto like, it. Like it's like um, probably vinyl wrapped fake water they've laid down. And they, I think Ted, Ted actually tried swimming in it during the practice sessions. So... Uh, to sh- to show you what it looks like, but is, yeah, is this what the right. Romans did in the Colosseum? And they uh, no idea. But look, that's ancient history. Ancient right, history chat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they yeah. put yeah. water in it once and it had a naval battle in there. Yeah, but yeah. it was yeah. real water. This is fake water. This is fake. Like those those boats, like cut in yeah, half. Yeah, it's, it's on like concrete. Like so what the there. fuck is that? It's just all fake. No, it's all fake. You can walk <laughs> on water. You can literally. They're just trying Jesus. to get that Monaco Jesus sort of walks. Yeah, on water. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, it's, it's go, better right? than being in the car park of the Dolphin I Stadium, is I, I think what so. the, ch- the chat is. Um, it is kind of cool, though, because I think that one of the spectator areas, they did have, like, the the pools, yeah. I guess, like, you see it, like, the Jag Stadium where um, people can, spectators can sit in the pool and watch the race and all that sort of stuff. So, so it's like it's p- like paint on the concrete. Some sort of paint or vinyl or something. Well, yeah, they've, they've put something down, essentially, to make it look like water. So. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think they've just... It yeah, looks gone. cool, but stupid at the same point. <laughs> yeah, but you go... <laughs> you just spent all this money on nothing. No, you can go have a booze cruise and have no da- danger of drowning. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> just, just hit just, your head on the concrete. The concrete <laughs> <laughs> uh, To answer the uh, question... Half a box down. <laughs> Cannonball! <laughs> uh, uh, to answer your question uh. on does it go around the stadium, the answer is no and yes. So... Uh, for those listening, it kind of goes around all the way past the stadium, comes back past the stadium and around that side. And so it's like, fucking long. It's, it's a long it's like, stretch. Yeah. yeah. And I considering one of the stretches is like 1.2. Yeah, the back straight looks huge. 2K, sorry. Yeah, huge. And then the, the other side, huge. which really, huge, really isn't a straight, but it only has one kind of corner. Like it'd be a high-speed corner in it anyway. So, um, yeah, it looks like a yeah. pretty fast race track. At least maybe... Or let's say there's going to be at least one or two, potentially three good overtaking spots in that. But we'll have to see what it, how it plays out when they get the all 20 cars um, racing on it. Yeah, I think they've said that 
the corners towards the end of the um How many DRS two designs? Um hopefully two designs. Should tell you right there on the screen, should there are three DRS zones. Ooh, tasty. Um uh, but yeah, I think Let's hope it doesn't rain in Miami. Hopefully mm. not. I think they've said corners eleven through to sixteen. Um it's gonna be very hard to sort of overtake. Mm. Um it is very much like Sort of street circuity, yeah, time tight, with tight, tight corners. Um, so I reckon, yeah, if yeah, it's going to be potentially very hard to overtake there. Hopefully, some of the other zones um, or areas you can overtake. Otherwise, it's just going to be a procession. Mm. Um, well, hoping for a good race first one in Miami, and hoping for mm. a good result for um, well, our boy Ricardo. Um, yeah, he's got some ground to make been, up. Yeah, he's been struggling a little bit so far this season. Mm. We'll see how the race plays out. Uh, do you want to pull up the EPL table and finish there? I've just got a uh, weather uh, Ooh, update in Miami mm. because you can do that. Uh, yes. <laughs> and when you, if you're considering gambling Before. on things, uh, yeah, you should probably look at it. Uh, <laughs> Miami, 25 and sunny. That's in Celsius, uh, yes. by the way. Beautiful uh, weather. For not sh- race not sure what it is in uh, yard, hit, hit the table sticks and... Um, Trump two pays. Table. Yeah. Give me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, EPL, just quickly. Um, Liverpool. Liv- Liverpool drew yeah. overnight with Tottenham. Uh, and it was a late yep. late equaliser, actually, for Liverpool. Tottenham, by all accounts, uh, could have could have come away with a win there. So that means that both teams are equal on points, but City have yeah, a game in hand. That all crucial game yeah. in hand. So a big swing, uh, I suppose, in terms of... Uh, the, the championship mm. outlook. Um, Chelsea, uh, with four games to go. They're fine. They're fine. They should be, but Arsenal, they've gone draw, lost, draw, whereas Arsenal have won three straight. Yeah, Arsenal, I think, should solidify that fourth, fourth spot, spot considering they're uh, a game in hand against Spurs, but Spurs nipping it at their heels. If Spurs had come away with the win there, geez, mm. we might be talking about something different. Uh, Hammers are out of it, I think, from here. So it's, yeah, whether United can pull some games back. Mm. No, they're... I but think, I think they're, yeah. I think I th- they're officially dusted. Yeah, uh, I think those five... Um, that, that they are officially dusted because they've played 37. Oh, 30, yes, yeah, I'm yep. sorry, I should say that. Yeah, yep. they've only got one game left. You so see what yes. happened last night? They lost to Brighton. Oh, my God. 4-0. 4-0. Wow. Well, uh, and I was trying to work out how much Brighton is worth compared to Man United. I can only see what the owners were worth. Uh, I think the owners was like $6 billion versus $1 billion, But I'm sure in terms of revenue, at a conservative estimate, I would say Brighton is worth 20, 30, 40 times less than United. Pretty dismal. Yeah. Pretty yeah, dismal. With, with, ca- with cash yeah. in, in the pretty dismal the coffers. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so look, they finished sixth. I guess. Look, not the end of the world. I suppose. Yeah, they've locked in the six, and yeah, we'll but, have to figure out. But having said that, the amount of money bringing Ronaldo back, yeah, uh, the, you know, the, the, the amount of hype. Yeah, the, the hype. Yeah. Around this year, definitely disappointing uh, for any Manchester United fans around well, the world. You lads think you thought they were going to win the. When they, the I Premier League. It, I, I thought bringing yeah. Ronaldo in and and still having you know that that core there. Oh, you know, poor Harry Maguire, the captain. Mm. He's been yeah. under a lot of scrutiny. Um, you know, when you get good Pogba, it's it's unreal. When you get you know, yeah. lazy or absent Pogba, you yeah. get that. Um, I don't know, and it's a it's a capitulation of a year. Look at the last 
five games there for United. Loss, loss, draw, win, loss. So when it counted, yeah. uh, just just couldn't do much. Yeah. Regulation chat? Uh, yes, so <laughs> go down to the teams getting regulated. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, shout out to Burnley. They've Besides their, their three uh, three wins in a row, they lost their last one. Um but they've ooh, Everton won their last one though, so the Toffees could be in danger. They're definitely there. They've got a game in hand, but they are a game behind points wise uh, mm. to Leeds, who have actually fallen down a little bit there as well, with mm. Burnley winning a couple of games. So but yeah, Toffees, Everton in trouble. There's five teams in danger: Burnley, Leeds, Everton. And then Watford and Norwich are they're, confirmed they're gone. They're confirmed. They're done. So yep. essentially there's three teams that we're still looking at in Burnley, Leeds and Everton. Everton would be big loss. Haven't mm-hmm. haven't been relegated for 70-something years, I believe. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about this before. Yep. We have. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, finished with the cricket score. Where are we at in the RPL? Uh, Coley got. Um, what did they... With. RCB, RCB turned it on, so they uh, actually end up making 192. So we thought they were a little bit unders on their run rate with 15 mm. to go. Dinesh Kartik, 30 uh, from eight. <laughs> yeah, 30 from eight, goes out there and hits four sixes uh, and, and a four from eight balls. Strike rate 375, if you don't mind. And you know what oh, my favourite thing? You know what my favourite thing from this game <laughs> is? Game Williams had gone duck. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I think Diamond, Max, Diamond Duck. And I think, yeah, I think Maxie's bowling as well. Jesus Christ! I wish we put. Uh, well, I wish we went over here a minute ago. Can you go back? Can you hit the fifteen seconds back a couple of times? Yeah. Um, you know my favorite thing about this game? Away kit. Yeah. Away kit. <laughs> That's a bit of screaming. We've been screaming game. for away kits. There's so, so many teams. Oh, that, run out there, you go. Yeah. Well, that's the only way you can get a Diamond Duck. Jeez, uh, fucking buy. B's dick there, Kane Williamson gets run out. Uh, so RCB, they've got like a lime green, dark blue kind of kit, keeps the gold helmet. So ruling oh, is wow. bat, bat, you need to have something, something over the line. line. Yeah. yeah. So that's on the line. Yeah. See Jeez. you, Kane Williamson. Maybe potentially a millimetre over, but the ball's already gone past the wicket and gone. So yeah. Can't break it down any further than that. Yeah, gone. Yep. Kane Williamson. Fall short by the length of my dick. Quite short. <laughs> a bee's dick. <laughs> it's a, it, yeah. The All right. Well, there. Well, I think we're finished. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Thank you to anyone that has listened. Uh, made it through to that joke. <laughs> yeah. May God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. What are we at? Where are we at? Next week, we will have a F1 Miami result. We'll have more... Mm. Insight into where these NBA teams are at. We'll have mm-hmm. Magic Round, the yep. review. Yeah. Uh, it's a fortnight away. It is a fortnight from the next episode yeah. of On the Esky Dribble. Lots of AFL, IPL potentially done. Uh, IPL, yeah, done by then? Two, in two weeks' time, yep. We'll, so we'll be I in think, the finals yeah, for them. We'll be close to that. EPL, um, pretty close to being done as well. Hockey, man, yeah. We're talking about hockey. <laughs> I think, yeah, they'll be in the second round by then. Um, they're yeah. in the first round, of the and moment. we won't know anything about it. Yeah. No, nope. Yeah, we well, guys missed the Mets getting their seven-run ninth innings to win their game <laughs> 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 for some random fact. St- yeah. Anyway, it's late here. We're putting everyone else to sleep. I think yeah. that will do us. Thank you, lads. As always, Thanks check out us. the socials. 
We're all over the place. Give us a like, follow, comment, share, whatever. Uh, we're and all over the place. We'll see you in two weeks. Yes, we'll see you in two weeks. Okay. Cheers. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.